you for tuning in to the John Campia YouTube channel. Welcome to your casual Friday. We're so happy you made it through the week. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're glad you're here to talk to us about everything rad in the universe. Movies, movie news, all sorts of cool stuff. And of course, this show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. So thank you, Mint Mobile. I'm Chris Carr. I'm filling in for John today. And joining me, of course, is the Verisimilitude Viceroy. The Verisimilitude, as I like to call you. Thank you. I like that a little more, but that's just me. I like it's, that. It's Rob. Rob Meyer Burnett, how you doing? Uh, I am doing well. Thank you. Uh, thank you uh, for asking. I'm Congrats. looking forward to uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go see friends. Avatar and IMAX 3D. Nice. Excited. Are you going to go finally see it? I, Yeah, probably. See, there you go. <laughs> Amy, have you? Well, Amy Newman's I, here. Have you never seen Avatar? I've actually never seen Avatar. <gasps> Yeah, oh. so I, I don't know if I'm going to have time in my schedule this week. There's there's a, you know, I feel like suddenly things are picking up at the movies. It's a bit of yeah. a bit of a spoiled for choice right now of uh, probably five or so things now I'm debating between. But Avatar's high on the list. Oh, awesome. Excited to hear what you think about it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. We also have Ray Ora joining us. He's hanging out with you in the chat. Ray, how you doing? It'll be awesome to hear what you think about Avatar because it's always divided. It's like they either people they either say it's boring or they... They loved it. But yeah. um, anyways, I got an announcement to make to the chat because I've been seeing a lot of people mention it. Yesterday, we did some, there's a modification in the on the actual YouTube channel on the back end. And it actually paused memberships for a minute. And then I went back in, turned it on. So if you got an email that said your membership was paused, it should be fine again. I mean, I got it too. And also, we're about to, I'm going to start working on Amy, Taylor, Joey, and who, who else is in here? Christian emojis soon. Ooh. Aw, what's Amy's emoji gonna be? No, oh, I don't know. I feel like you could just use like that uh, generic, the, default, the generic default, default, default like white lady emoji. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty gosh. close. Uh, there we go. I, I just want it to, I want there to be a, like how we have a bring on the filthy. I want there to be a, oh Jesus, Amy. Cause I love when that pops up in the chat. It makes me very, very happy. Do you think anyone ever will bring on the filthy? I don't People know. People ask like on a daily basis. You know, I, I feel we disappoint them all the time. The show is pretty puritanical, but hopefully. We are all wearing chastity belts. <laughs> we are every single one of us. <laughs> don't tell anyone. No pants, but chastity no belts. <laughs> Casual Friday. It's a very choice look. Making Careful, sure everything Rob. goes as well as it can today. Producer Jonathan Wicko. John, how you doing? I'm doing good. We Just also are joined by Taylor. Very Taylor? sleepy. And yeah, Taylor's over here. I feel like I've been hit by a spooky bus because Amy and I went to not scary farm last night yeah you guys were talking about how cool the mazes were and everything how pretty but spooky they were yeah no it was genuinely uh just the as i was saying as a theater kid like the set design of everything was just i was terrified but i was like huh, whoa <laughs> was there a new maze that they threw up like anything uh, there were two, two new ones I think. which ones can you mention Ooh. one was uh, <laughs> no i'm under an nda <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh walter the ghost of walter not will take me out yeah there was uh, a vampire thing where you got like a laser tag gun and got to shoot vampires oh, that so which cool. my fiance yes. was like i've never seen him so happy <laughs> more wow. and uh than, yeah uh, i know uh and uh <laughs> grimoire which was like yeah. that that one was lame. Honestly. It was it was like Stranger Things, but the 1950s was. Was that the one with the weird characters that you showed pictures of, or whatever? Oh, the one I'm one cheeseburger away from looking like that monster. <laughs> that was that, that was, was that the sideshow one. Also, uh, at one point, a maze just like ate me. Yeah, like Amy a scare actor randomly like pulled me aside down a hallway, and somehow I ended up there for like a full minute, and the rest of the group thought I died. We thought so. she was part of the maze, and we'd have to go visit her again next year. It rocked ten that out of ten. Napped just for a little bit at a horror park. I think that's very very on brand for you. 
you. I'm just like, just for like a cool 15, I was missing. I, a monster was like this way. And that's just how trusting I am as a person. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this feels safe. Let's They're go. married now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Eric. Oh, man. He had a shot, you know. Yeah. But now you and that monster, I'm sure, are very happy together. Thank you so much. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, guys, we've got lots and lots of good stuff to get into today. On Fridays, we are doing these as Mint Mobile Day. So your questions are what we're answering from the Mint Mobile Hotline. How to use the Mint Mobile Hotline. Oh my gosh, audience, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> You're just gonna use this cute little number here. Look at this little fox pop up. Look at him and Ryan. So call that number anytime. It's absolutely free. Leave a message there and we will pop your question up on the show. We'll get to hear the lovely dulcet towns of your voice. Towns, tones. There we go. Nailed Has it. Mint Mobile confirmed the name of their fox? It's mascot? Minty it's just, or something it's like just that. The call, mint, I'd like to call it's it the Mint Fox. Minty. He's Minty gotta have a name. Great. I, you know, Ryan, name your fox. And also, Rob will be answering your calls tomorrow, I think. <laughs> and reading your script. Really? Am I going to be answering calls of people? How, they're going to want to know what they yes. uh, I thought of their scripts, yes. too? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> Call the Mint Mobile hotline, and Rob will give you a script review. He's well, actually going I to read the scripts uh, live. Elevator pitch, and you didn't get back to me? Oh, why is that? I'm going to call and read you my entire script <laughs> via Mint Mobile. But you'll be able to hear it so clearly. Thanks, Please Mint Mobile. Please don't do that. Please. It's happening. Only hit up Rob if you've got like a really like tasty physical media lead. That's what you use his DMs for. Yeah, the lovely Emma Bannon just showed me the Dune 4K slipcase box that she got Ooh. me. See, that's the way to my heart. Yeah. That's She's in the UK, but to you. She has my heart. That's wonderful. I know. Well, great. Well, before we get into those Mint Mobile questions, you guys, we do have one off the top, and that is this. Last night, we had another episode of Rings of Power. We, of course, are going to be doing a complete after-show open spoiler discussion on this, but for now, we just want to get into our non-spoilerly, non-spoilerly, if I can say that word right, non-spoilery, there we go, uh, discussion on this about whether or not we liked this episode. And guys... I know I've been like the cheerleader for the show aside from last week, but I love this one. I feel like this one really, really picked up momentum. We had this felt Lord of the Rings-esque. I have got my Tolkien encyclopedia with me today. <laughs> nice. We're ready to go. Um, but I really, really enjoyed all of this. I think they bounced the characters well. We got action. We got heart. We got music. We've got some tasty theories popping up now, too. Rob, what did you think of the episode? To be honest, uh, of the five hours of the show we've watched, actually, this episode was quite long. Mm-hmm. over an hour. I liked this episode. It was the first episode I really liked. I thought it was really interesting. I mean, you have uh, the army massing at Helm's Deep, the Rohirrim, except they went in boats. The Rohirrim are going to Helm's Deep. So basically they're going to replay Helm's Deep for me. And I'm like, hey, you know what? If we're going to watch an adaptation of Peter Jackson's <laughs> Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm there for it. You know, you know yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, a Numenorean ship blew up. I didn't know that wine could explode, you know. Oh, it does. Quite like that. <laughs> but, uh, and, and of course, I never really realized that a Harfoot uh, really came up with Bilbo's song, Poem About Strider. Didn't know that. So I'm, I'm really, I'm loving this show. Had. I'm just trying to figure out how many of them happened. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but as far as, as, far as the show oh went, I, um, I did like this episode. Good. I, I, for the very first time, I was very much into the characters. I liked their exchanges. I liked their interactions. Mm -hmm. I was, I was actually invested, and I found the whole episode very entertaining. I thought, oh, pacing, yeah, was good. I mean, I, I I enjoyed it all. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. And oh. I I will admit, you know, now especially with this one of those those first four could have been trimmed up quite a bit, quite a bit. Yeah, I, but I mean, like, look, none of this timeline 
uh, Middle Earth timeline makes any sense. The lore is all over the place. But at this point, I'm like, this is an adaptation of a show that they're they're giving me characters that Tolkien never created, situations that he that never existed. But if you're gonna make this show, this is the kind of show that I want it to be from Absolutely. now on. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think sometimes you know if you go see a band in concert, you want them to play the hits, right? Right. Sometimes yeah. we like a B-side track, but sometimes we want one of the hits on there. So I feel like they're kind of generating uh, towards that. Well, I can't. I, I'm really hoping that next week that Aragorn and Legolas show up for the Battle of Helm's Deep, <laughs> uh, along with Gimli, you know, uh, because I'm. Uh, that's clearly what I get to watch. I just want like the Muppet Baby version of them, though. Just little, <laughs> little tiny ones. Maybe. Because, yeah. I mean, they're, I'm like, I understand they're not even trying to hide it. You know what? We really like that Battle in Helm's Deep. Let's do it again. And, and and we are actually in the third hour, so now we've now adapted Fellowship poorly. But the Two Towers adaptation, I'm kind of liking. So far, well, so we good. Like, we like the trench run, and we got it in Top Gun. So exactly. that's right. That's right. Very, very true. Ray, you got to check out the episode last night, right? Have you guys? Um, yeah, I did. But have you guys heard of the Weta, the, or Rob, have you heard of the Weta, sure. Weta Works, um, yeah. the, the small workshop? minifigs? Have yeah. you seen those? Yeah. Yep. I'm getting closer and closer to buying some of those. And that tells me that I like what I'm seeing. Like I that that like I already have my Prince Damon Funko Pop on pre-order. You know, as soon as I start buying merchandise for stuff, you know I'm You're into in. it. So I'm that close. But uh, so this Lord oh, of the Rings stuff. I gotta say, whenever you include marching with some sort of hymn or some sort of chant, and the the I it I'm all over it. I was watching and I was like ready for war for no reason. Like I picked up my pillow and picked up my Cheeto and I was like, let's go. Um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings has always Just been good at that. Just a singular Cheeto? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. My, Lord of the my, Rings uh, has always been good at that. I'm guessing because the pillow was the, my shield. And yeah, the Cheeto was yeah. sword. sword. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to paint what the picture. What fight with? Come but on. I'm just saying that part was just so awesome to me. I was getting ready to do whatever they're doing. Um, I can't wait for the next episode. It's going to be a blast, I think. Well, it, it, my biggest dog, Gilbert, jumped on the bed when I was watching the episode. That and, sounds like uh, a book. He, he, looked at me and he, he looked at me right in the face and he said, how has it come to this? <laughs> wow. I'm like, I know, right? Your dog, Your dog can talk? Well, yeah. And then Tallulah came up and said, now for wrath, now for ruin and a red dawn. Damn. And I'm like, wow, you guys. You and should, then you're like, you an really dogs. Dogs. Field, what are you doing here? Eleanor Fields. <laughs> Eleanor Fields was was before you, and but you were running. But then suddenly you're like, "Why am I wet?" You realize you ran into your pool. I'm, I'm you telling you, up. that's but that's that's episodes uh, seven and eight. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, later on, like I said today, we will be doing an after show of the Rings of Power episode five. Let us know what you think of the show. Try not to spoil things in the comments below, but let us know your thoughts. <clears throat> All right. Thanks so much. And with that down, let's start getting to these Mint Mobile questions. Jonathan, what's our first one? Hey, John and the crew. My name is Pierre, and I was just wondering, do you think Rogue will show up in the Marvels? Thank you. Right on the filthy. Uh, thanks, Pierre. We appreciate you calling in. Okay, do we think Rogue will show up in the Marvels? Well, I mean, putting Rogue with the Marvels is a great situation for comic book fans, right? If you are familiar with Rogue's whole journey through the X-Men comic book series, there is, back in 1977, I believe, when she was part of the Brotherhood, she meets up with Carol Danvers. They're having a fight, and Rogue absorbs some of her powers. In Avengers Annual 10. Oh, 
there we go. Written by Chris Claremont, drawn by Michael Golden. Golden, one of my favorite comics of all time. Oh, yeah. And in this moment, instead of just temporarily keeping a power, she absorbs some of them permanently, as well as a bunch of Carol's memories. And then that personality appears sometimes, too, as we have a lot of times in X-Men, those like dormant personalities manifesting and taking center stage. Uh, I would love that, actually. Yeah? Rogue showed up. How would you want that executed, Rob? Well... Good answer. Make it good. I mean, no. I, I mean, look. If they if they do introduce Rogue in Marvels, and they do, because I would imagine playing out that situation would be a great way to sort of, you know, if you're, you're if you're going to bring mutants in gradually, Miss Marvel, we've already had an indication of her mutantness, but mm-hmm. bringing in Rogue and 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 that situation and having her show up. And taking the powers is, is a really interesting way to create sympathy for the character of Carol Danvers. It's a great comic tie-in. And the fact that Rogue wasn't necessarily an X-Men right away in the comics, I really like that idea. And I don't know who they would cast as Rogue, but Rogue's one of my favorite X-Men. Although, can we call that? Uh, you know they're going to change some name. X-People? I mean, maybe uh, I mean, the X Men. I, I mean, I, you know, human X Men. I yeah. hope so. But um, I love Rogue, so I would love to see that. I don't know if they're going to do it. We haven't heard anything in that. I mean, yeah. the movie's already shot. Yeah. So <laughs> who's who knows? It'd be really really cool. And you know, Marvel is pretty good with their NDAs, so they could keep things under wraps. I love the casting talk too of Kiki Palmer yeah. wanting to be Rogue, and her fans really really wanting that. I think that'd be super super fun. I aspire to have hair as big as Rogue. I well, love her so much. I mean, having somebody be you know, Creole or something like that. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Yeah. I mean, same with Gambit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no problem with that. But Kiki Palmer, she, she, she'd crush it as Rogue. She'd be so great. Yeah. She would do a wonderful job. Amy, what do you think about bringing Rogue in this way? I think it would be a great idea. I don't feel super confident that they would do it. <laughs> I'm going to be really, really curious because we've had this X-Men or this mutant tease mm-hmm. and I feel like the question really is now like what is the rate at which we are actually going to get our ex-persons I think we can say X-Men yeah. if you're worried about the PC-ness I'm pretty sure people are going to be fine yeah um, but sort of what is the actual rate at which we are going to get X-Men introduced the Marvels feels like a really organic way to do it since clearly we are using you know Kamala Khan is sort of this intro in the universe and i think that would be a really fun way especially if there is you know an easy comic tie-in that that just makes perfect sense and i think rogue would be a really fun x-men to start out with i think she's someone people would be really excited to see Mm -hmm. especially with some of this casting buzz that i'm hearing yeah but i don't know if they'll do it which is a bummer I agree. I'm hoping, too, that if we start out with Rogue, we do start with more of Rogue being a Rogue. I do like the yeah. brotherhood yeah, yeah. angle. I think that's really, really fun. And Paquin did a lovely job in the X-Men movies that kind of launched the MCU truly. I mean, and you obviously worked on those to a great extent, Rob. Yeah, I did the special features for uh, the first two mm-hmm. for, for DVD that have later been ported over to Blu-ray and 4K. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And of course, with Days of Future Past, there's two different cuts of that movie. There's the rogue cut where they, they added her back in because they sort of excised her part from the theatrical version. Mm-hmm. And then they did the, the version that came out, which I liked. I really liked the rogue cut. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm a big fan of rogue. I'm a, I mean, the X-Men's my favorite Marvel 
super team. I mean, I, I to me, the X-Men are the Star Trek in my mind, the way I love Star Trek. <laughs> I, I The X-Men are my Star Trek in terms of yeah. comic teams. That and the original New Teen Titans, the, the Wolfman Perez. And when they teamed up, that was dope. That was very dope. Well, folks, the question is up for you. Do you think this is a great way to introduce Rogue by bringing her into the Marvels? Do you think they'll do it? Do you think this is a missed opportunity? Let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. With that down, we are going to take a quick break to hear from one of the sponsors of our show, the folks over at MeUndies. We want to take a second and thank a sponsor of this video, MeUndies. Luckily, we here at the John Campy Show work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. Like many of you guys, I have spent my entire life wearing completely useless and uncomfortable underwear. And it wasn't until the good folks at MeUndies sent me my first couple of pairs that I realized I have not been living my life to the full. Now I wear MeUndies every single day and it makes my whole day a hell of a lot more comfortable. Guaranteed to be the softest stuff you've ever felt in your life. Their signature micromodal fabric is sustainable, breathable, and stretchy as heck. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL, they have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. Try their free-to-join membership for free shipping on every order and exclusive perks like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for the John Campia Show audience. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. So to get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Campia. That's MeUndies.com slash Campia. And thank you to MeUndies for being a sponsor of the John Campia Show. We appreciate you. Guys, use that Campia code. You get adorable underwear, and you also help support us. So, synergy. Yay! All right, what is our next Mint Mobile call? Hey, John and crew. This is James from Tennessee calling. So, my question is about She-Hulk. Everyone seems to think the leader is after Jen's blood, but I'm thinking maybe it could be AIM. We haven't really seen them since Iron Man 3, and maybe this could be a way to bring MODOK into the MCU. Maybe I'm just, you know, running up the wrong tree. But what do you guys think? Thanks. And as always, bring on the selfie. Oh, thanks, James. All right. So in this latest episode of She-Hulk, there was a wedding and not much else happened. But we still don't know who's after her blood. At the very end of the episode, obviously, they start queuing up some other more intense needles to get that blood taken. We know that people are under surveillance. So could it be the leader? Could it be AIM? AIM would be a really, really interesting choice here. Rob, can you fill people in about the comic origins? Well, and it's, inter AIM it's an interesting callback. Yeah. I mean, AIM, what, is it, what does the acronym stand for? Uh, it's, advanced I, Idea yeah, Machine? Yeah, yeah advanced. It's, yeah, yes, something so. like that. I think it's actually changed. Probably. The acronym has changed. But I mean, you know, whether they would they have they could combine those two <laughs> things too. And like we did see, I mean, Justin Hammer, would they bring back him? I don't know. Would Sam Rockwell come back to the Marvel I wish he would. universe? I mean, I could see him. Here, baby. I, I just don't think I don't think that She Hulk I mean the leader it's funny because you bring the leader back from the Incredible Hulk. You know, which I've always thought of the Incredible Hulk as Marvel Cinematic Universe adjacent mm -hmm. um, because of the sw switching cast. But obviously Thunderbolt Ross was was great. And I mean, they could they could bring aim back. I, I don't know. I don't know how, because if they do that, I would think that they're 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 probably if they're going to set up the leader, we might in New World Order, mm -hmm. whatever that's going to be. I could see this leading in to something like that. Yeah. I mean, why not? 
My only issue with it being AIM is I always associate that more comic book wise. And I obviously know the movies are different than the comic books, but that's more of a MODOK thing. Right. And while I would love to get MODOK in live action, because what a weird friggin' bad guy. I love this character. And I, I actually really, really love Patton Oswalt's show of MODOK. I think it's so fun. But I, I associate that more with with aim than you know the leader I, or or with justin hammer but i know that's how the movies i, I totally i totally agree though mm-hmm. i mean and the thing about it is it's like if any show could introduce modok it would be she hulk oh absolutely and that's the weird zany stuff i want you know i think modok would be a great fit in this show but would modok be too weird for the mcu now to see modok and especially after Patton oswald's show which i think is ended it did it did yeah. it's over yeah it's canceled, yeah. but I, I, to, to bring Modok into the MCU, I, I, it's well, I mean, after what they did in Loki, I thought that strained credulity. Mm-hmm. It pushed the edges of the MCU almost to the breaking point in terms of the wacky reality that it's dealing with. I mean, do you want to go that far? They did go that far. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe it's Modok's time, but I think it, who you, you got to cast a great actor to play Modok. This is true. And we haven't heard that they've done such a thing. I mean, there you go. It's weird. <laughs> Are we going to bring that into, into I S.H.I.E.L.D.? Can't, I can't picture it. It's a no. little too weird. No. I think I, it's too far. I'd agree. And I feel like it would feel a little left field. And we already have kind of enough threads in this show that we haven't gotten to yet with, what, three episodes left? It's like, we still got to do Daredevil. <laughs> You know, we still got to figure all this out. So I feel like it's going to kind of be the the easiest answer. Yeah. And this doesn't feel like the easiest answer to me. What's the easiest answer to you right now? I guess the leader. Okay. Nice. Uh, Do we have, does anyone think uh, Titania is doing anything on a bigger scale here? I did. And now I feel like they're. They kind of have shown her hand pretty fully and it was a little underwhelming. Okay. (laughs) I'm a little disappointed, actually. I still don't understand how she wound up at this wedding. She I, dated a guy who was friends with the groom. and That seemed a little random. Well, I, I, I took it as she sought out somebody to get an invite to yeah. screw with Jen. And Lulu seems real superficial and I'm sure was really stoked that an influencer, I'm influencer sure. of her caliber would be at her wedding. But if, if Titania, want, why, why not just, I don't know, Pick a fight in the street somewhere. Because the writer said so. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is why. You're right. I can't argue with that. Writer. Writer. But it would be interesting to see Modoc if it was him. I always thought that character in Marvel versus uh, Capcom, I forgot which one, I always picked him just because he looked funny. I mean, I don't know nothing of the character, but I always just found it amusing the way he looks. And I'm not trying to diss anyone that looks like him but <laughs> but i just found it that him flying around like a, like it reminded me of crane from, yeah. uh, oh, from a ninja turtle are you a modokist no i love modok but i have just checking it's, i don't know anything it's either mental about him. or mobile what is the acronym for it i always forget this because it's been mental mobilized or mechanical i think all three and then organism designed only for death and killing Something, yeah. Okay. I'm welcome, the, welcome to the so Friday really show. Sure. It's just us trying to think of acronyms <laughs> for a few hours. We know that, we know is that Ray, content? Yeah. Ray is prejudiced against Modoc. And people scream in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Modoc, Modoc stands for Mental Mobile Mechanized Organism Designed Only for Killing. Okay. I got there eventually. Circle gets a square. Cell five. Well, that's actually half our population. All right. But 
I think it'd be cool if we brought Modoc in, and I think that's the kind of weird this show needs, but maybe we should have followed some of those other threads or introduced more of that weird at the beginning. Yeah. The question is up for you, though, guys. <laughs> Do you think AIM could be after Jennifer Walters' blood? <gasps> Let us know what you think in the comments down below. All right. With that down, let's get into our next topic. Who is it? Hey, John, this is Alan. I know you talked about Don't Worry Darling recently on your show, but I was also I was wondering, do you think if this movie bombs, do you think it could really affect or derail Olivia Wilde's directing career? Thanks. Love to hear your thoughts. Ooh, great question. If Don't Worry Darling bombs at the box office, is this going to put Olivia Wilde in director jail? For me, the answer is... Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it will. This movie has been surrounded by a lot of controversy, a lot of drama. And I feel like every interview I watch regarding this show, any bit of news I hear about this, it's about putting out those fires, about how this didn't really happen, this didn't happen either, this is all a matter of perspective. And that's all eclipsed the movie. Yeah. So if the movie itself doesn't deliver, it's only going to be known for all of this drama. That's where I'm sitting, at least right now. How about you, Amy? Yeah, I, I think also just looking at the fact that, you know, what else are we going off of for her director? She had Booksmart, yes. which was, I thought, a very good movie, a very charming movie, but maybe not a career saver if this completely bombs. And, and the fact that she's been so central to all of this drama almost makes her feel like a liability, I think. Uh, you know, if it was just, oh, all this weird shit happened, what can you do? But it really feels like she made some weird bad moves. And then the kicker has just felt like this movie might not be particularly good. So, again, I just don't think she has the track record to go, yeah, that one wasn't great. But here's these three other ones. It's like, no, nah, she did Booksmart, which was cute. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I see her bouncing back. Mm -hmm. Rob? Well, first of all, I, I just want to say that I'm actually pulling for Olivia Wilde here. Because I thought Booksmart was a pretty smashing debut yeah, it's good. directorially. And, you know, she shepherded this film into existence based on a blacklist script, I believe. Um, and she did a lot of work to show that she had a vision for this movie. And uh, I, I, I really I hope it's good. I like that it looks like it's beautifully made and all that. Now, I just want to point out it made over $3 million in previews last night. AMC has their internal tracking at this film making $27 million this weekend. Oh, wow. The Rotten Tomato score right now is 87% with the audience. Okay. 36% with critics. And I think one of the things about, I would hope for this film that people go see it and judge it on its own merits. I have yet to see it. I am going to go see it. Um, look, the more we have new voices making films, Olivia Wilde's been in the industry for a long time. We saw her speak at CinemaCon. Mm -hmm. uh, I was impressed with how she carried herself and what she Absolutely. had to say. So poised. Uh, very poised, but also how, uh, she seemed like a director to me. And I, I would like to see this film succeed. I'm interested in seeing it. It looks, it looks great. And, you know, all of this controversy... Let's sweep that aside. None of it has to do with the film itself. Yeah, exactly. None of it. It doesn't have to do with the hundreds of people that worked on this movie, all mm -hmm. the technicians, Matthew Labatique, who shot it, all the actors who worked on this film, uh, Florence Pugh, who gave it her all, clearly. Oh, yeah. I mean, every whether you like the movie or not, every single person has said her performance is extraordinary in this. It deserves a chance to succeed on its own merits. All the rest... All the rest of that has nothing to do with the film. It's all just noise. And and it is the if of if it's a bomb. It could be a huge, you know, box office success and 
at that point, all the controversy kind of goes out the window. Right. And, you know, if it does indeed fulfill what AMC is thinking about in terms of $27 million, that's a very respectable opening for this movie oh, in September. Yeah. So, you know, I'm pulling for you, Olivia Wilde. Hey, look at some of the big, uh, big titles of the films of the 50s. Look at the drama that was surrounded half of those films, and they were successes. So Yeah. That's very true. And I am wondering, too, because some people are drawn to the drama, right? Like a moth to the flame. Some people go to movies because of all of the People magazine kind of intrigue that comes around it. So I'm wondering if that gets people who weren't initially going to see this film to actually go to the movie theater to see what all of this is about so they have more of a, I don't know, kind of a, a cohesive view of what went down with everything. And this is an original film, too. And I, I just don't want to people. It, and it, if it does have success, I'm sure we're going to hear the, well, it's those Harry Styles stands. They were the ones that showed up. <laughs> I, I hope that's not the case. And well, you know what? If they are and it's a box office success, who yep. gives a shit? They bought exactly. tickets. That's exactly. True. And she picked the right person. Yeah. The, she took a gamble and it paid off. This movie actually seemed interesting for me from the start. Just the whole me premise too. of it. Like, yeah. well, what's the ending to this? Like, I don't want to be spoiled or anything. All the tongue inside each other's mouths action I could do without from the trailer. <laughs> but um, the actual premise of the movie, I'm very interested in. You know, people are going to be people. That's why we have people that we hang out with. And some that we, we spit on. We don't hang out with. <laughs> you know, that shouldn't matter when it comes to watching a good movie. Or yeah, not. just Depeche Mode your life. You know, people are going to be who they are. That's right. I like that. I was thinking yeah. it too. I think the only problem with, with this is who would want to, if all this stuff is true, is who would want to work with her. I'm sure she's going to be, she'll, she'll be fine directing something anywhere else. But would well, that affect people like oh maybe i don't want to it might but she seems like a very nice person we like also a, i mean hollywood is filled with douchebag yeah. i was just gonna say i feel like it's very so, telling that she is getting almost more flack right. for and i'm not i'm not justifying it but like all the shia labeouf drama she for choosing to try to get him on this film and kind of lying about that well shitty I feel like she's getting more flack than that than like Shia did for the original right. actual terrible behavior. Well, Shia's well, just in a constant state of getting crap because we're like, it's Shia. Well, <laughs> we expect that from <laughs> Look, man, making movies is politicking. You're dealing with, I wish you could understand that people have to be quote unquote handled. Yeah. That's how you yes. get people to be right. in movies. Mm -hmm. And this is this is not underhand. I mean, okay, it is underhanded behavior in certain circles, but it's also I would call it massaging people's egos and trying to figure out how to get people to work with you. And I'll tell you something. If Matthew Libatique as a cinematographer has good things to say about Olivia Wilde as a director, she'll continue to get good work. Yep. And whether Florence Pugh, there's lots of directors that hate their leading actors. And yeah. and I don't know what <laughs> I don't know the situation between Florence Pugh and, and Olivia Wilde. I don't know. And I don't think it really matters because Florence Pugh delivered a great performance under Olivia Wilde's direction. Yeah. And that goes a long way. And I think that, uh, you know, I always judge everything by the finished film because nothing else matters. Yep. That's very, very true. And well said, Rob. The All I've had to go on, you know, is is the same thing everyone else has had. The news, the drama surrounding it, and then the reviews. And I do want to, I just want to read one little review, just one little snippet of one from Rolling Stone. This is from David Fear. Don't Worry Darling is part angry tweet social thriller, part Harry Styles' Thirst Valentine. Olivia Wilde's Fuck You to the Patriarchy isn't quite the flaming car wreck that the film's PR tour was, but it also isn't what you'd call good. 
Mm. And that does bum me out because I really want this to be great. Yeah, right. I, I will say that being just a casual moviegoer, like if I wasn't doing this work, I would know nothing about any of this. And I probably would have gone seen it. That's 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 I'm just telling you, being honest, I don't dig myself into this sort of stuff unless I'm like at the gro in the grocery line and I see like a people magazine and it's headlined on there. I would know nothing about what's been going on with this thing. Maybe the Harry Styles spit, but I would keep it at that. I'd be like, oh, that's funny, and but won't look into it, won't care. You know what I mean? So that's probably what most people who, who don't have their head into this stuff will probably think. They'll just see the trailer and be like, oh, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. I don't that's know. interesting because I feel like it was pretty unavoidable on Twitter for oh, me for a I'm couple not days. On Twitter well, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's why you're happier than me. <laughs> I just of, like this movie was called a Harry Styles Thirst Valentine. I know. Honestly, like. The first half of that review, I'm like, are you trying to say this like it's a bad thing? Because it's, it's a great review. I highly recommend everyone reads it because it is just well written and very fun. Well done, David. Yeah, oh. Taylor, you were going to say? I was just going to say, speaking of spit, I have my tickets tonight to see Don't Worry Darling in IMAX. And I have my uh, seat in the first three rows, so I'm sitting in the splash zone and I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, for your that's poncho. 40X. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to go to a regal. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, folks, what do you think? Do you think that if, if... Don't worry, darling, bombs. Could that mean disaster for Olivia Wilde's directing career? Let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. All right, let's move on to our next topic. What do we have? Hey, John, this is Justin. I was on CBR today, and I saw a headline that said that Super Mario Brothers will drop their first teaser trailer on October 6th at New York Comic Con. What do you think of that? Oh, thanks for calling in, Justin. We appreciate it. All right. So we are going to be finally, after waiting on bated breath, we are finally going to be getting our Super Mario movie trailer. The movie everyone was begging for. The movie everyone <laughs> unanimously was okay with the casting of. <laughs> Guys, are you excited about this movie? For me, I'm not super jazzed about it. I love Annie Taylor-Joy. I think she'd be a great live action peach. Yeah. Too. But as far as this movie goes, and I We've talked about this before. I really would have loved to have the OG Mario doing the voice on this. I think it would have been fun. That's the Mario I know and love. A aside from the 1993 film, obviously, what a masterpiece. But be really, really honest with yourself. Would you actually have wanted to hear that voice for like a full 90 minutes? Amy, I live with this voice. So, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> dare you. Your I voice hear is delightful. me all the time. <laughs> this manic depressive piccolo rings through my head all day. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not really excited about this one personally and i'm a huge mario fan i have i've got y'all have seen my dumb clothes i've got like mushroom people overalls and shit i love everything about mario but i'm not really excited about a movie i don't know why are you disappointing me right tell me why i should be excited do we they could do we just need one we don't need a franchise just give me one and then let me have it. Just let me have this. Okay. Well, let for me Ray, have this. I love that Ray's talking about, like, this is it. This is the thing that will heal <laughs> our nation. This is been waiting this for. Is the this is it, man. More, I don't, you know, voice, uh, whoever they cast, aside. Mario, I mean, who doesn't get happy when they see Mario? I mean, and then Toad. I want to see Bowser show up and cause wrath. I want to see bricks flying at the screen if this was 3d i don't know if they do that anymore <laughs> but let me just make my movie <laughs> that's what i'm saying well, no no i want to see we need to call illumination then and i'm so interested to see great. if this is an origin like 
if they're going to start from the beginning, if if this is just... Uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see where they're going with this. That's all. What about you guys? Rob, are you excited about this? Uh, I, I, to be honest, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm not excited about this. But but I would say that it's not because I, I, I like Mario. As a matter of fact, I there's an interesting story to be told that really has never been told. But I worked on the original Super Mario movie. Oh, Super sorry, Mario bro. Brothers. It was the one with Bob and John? No. The one that was going to be made with the director of uh, Mom and Dad Save the World. And I was working for Tony Gardner at Altarian Studios. And Fred Caruso was producing it for Roland Joffe's company, Light Motive. And we worked on it for six months, making Koopa and all the crazy creatures. It was going to be a vastly different wow. movie. And I, I was sort of the liaison between the effects house and the producer because I, I had known Fred uh, back when I worked at Warner Brothers, when he worked on Bonfire of the Vanities. And it was a very different movie. And they decided to scrap that direction because Mom and Dad Saved the World didn't do very well. And they, they went in a completely different direction. And then we were off the film. Aww. So it was a really interesting time. But this animated movie, I hope it's good. I want it to be good. What? Right? I hope it's either good or just an absolute train wreck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would accept either of those quite gladly if it's like, you got to see it. Like, if it's like on that level of like the the what is that super mario brothers movie of yes. just like you have to see it it's wild my worst fear is that it's just gonna be like it's not great <laughs> like, like how we feel about the monsters the same yes way. Like exactly it should be really good or just really bad yeah or, i would accept just like this is a just a wild dumpster fire of a film i would be okay with that <laughs> i would go see it i mean gladly the, the bar right now for a mario brothers film is set quite low well, right. I mean, can we can we look at the Illuminations track record at least for the past couple movies they've done? If they've done well, if they've done pretty good, because that's who's behind this animated. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine that it's probably going to be a, a good film. I mean, animated films are made differently than live action movies. I mean, they're basically there's various iterations. They 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 refine the story before they even get to the final animation. So I'm hoping that. They had a good idea. They've really worked it, and it's good. I will say, Chris Pratt, I'm on the fence with, but a lot of this casting, when I heard it, was like, oh, that's clever casting. Yeah. Like, people where you did kind of go, all right, I kind of like that. I'm kind of curious. For sure. And and to your point, too, Ray, Illumination has done some really great stuff. Obviously, they have a billion-dollar franchise with all the Minions stuff, oh, the, yeah. the Grinch didn't really fire for me just because mm. we still have the Jim Carrey one. Why would you ever need to make a new one? Um, Secret Life of Pre Pets. You have the Boris Yeah, why did the Jim Carrey one need to exist? But I digress. I like the Jim Carrey one more Boris than the Boris Secret Life. One. They didn't do oh. the bad guys, did they? Oh. That was DreamWorks. Oh, that was DreamWorks. That was, yeah. Oh. Aww. <laughs> but... Maybe, maybe this will exceed expectations. And, you know, I mean, we already know what the character design is, so it should look fun. Next year, when they get their Oscar for Best Picture, we're all going to feel real silly. I'm have a lot of egg on my face. And yeah. if the trailer is good, imagine the crowd opening night. I mean, they, they go crazy for Minions. I mean, we have a bunch of Nintendo fans. Yeah. I know Anne, her best friend, Kaori, they're always in Mario Luigi gear. I bet you... They'll be all over the place opening night if the trailer is good, if people are excited. So this first trailer better hit. It's hit. just it's just kind of a teaser, right? So I feel like we're probably, probably gonna not going to be able to glean too, too much from it. 
But we'll see. We'll see. we'll see. Hopefully it's cool so we get really nice stuff at Nintendo Land here in LA. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. All right, guys, let us know what you think, though. That trailer is dropping October 6th. Are you excited? Are you nervous? Do you care about a Super Mario Brothers movie? Let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. All right, and with that down, we will take another moment to hear from one of the sponsors of our show, the good folks over at Masterclass. They're awesome. Hey guys, we want to take a second to thank the sponsor of this video, Masterclass. You guys know we have been sponsored by Masterclass and we love them here at the John Campia Show for giving us in-depth information on a wide variety of topics from the world's best experts. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn the art of filmmaking from James Cameron, improve your cooking skills from Gordon Ramsay, or learn how to make compelling YouTube videos from Marquise Brownlee. With over 150 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. I was recently watching through the Independent Filmmaking course by Spike Lee, and I found it fascinating that not only did he cover the broader topics like working with actors, but he also gets into finer details like working with a cinematographer and how to properly audition a DP for your project. It was fascinating. So guys, I highly recommend that you check it out. Get unlimited access to everything every class. And as a John Campia Show listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash campia now. That's masterclass.com slash campia for 15% off Masterclass. And thank you to Masterclass for being a sponsor of this show. Masterclass is so rad. I know how to debone a whole chicken now thanks to Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> and he didn't yell at me once in these scenarios. So go get him. All right, guys, before we get to our next Mint Mobile question, we're going to head over to Ray. He's going to take some of your member questions. Oh, we have one more, though. Oh, oh, we, we have oh one more shoot. Topic. Sorry. Hey. I thought I heard hey, that John instruction Andrew. wrong. Thanks for everything you do. This is Brooks. My question is, why did Avatar only re-release in 3D format? I feel like Disney is missing a major opportunity to cash in on some more screenings, but they only decided to go with 3D screenings. What are your thoughts on that? Thanks for everything. Thanks for calling in, Brooke. We appreciate it. Um, so first of all, there are a lot of 3D screenings, but there are some 2D screenings of this. However, I think the big push for this is because you are meant to see this movie in 3D. Sure, the ticket's more expensive. Yes. Will that help with the box office? Absolutely. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck this. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I have a longer version on Blu-ray. Absolutely like not. This this plays directly to to you know his complaint. People are going to be like, oh, the the second one is going to be too long, and they're going to hate it. Absolutely, it is, James. I got places to be. <laughs> yeah, think of us, James. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ooh, I just my I weekend. I'm James just, Cameron is being I'm so inconsiderate so by not thinking about your timetable. This makes me very happy. I got a lot going on. That went James. from like it's definitely in my queue for the weekend. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, I'll go see it, but I'm not happy about it. What are we gonna Trust do with me, all the blue body you're... paint if you don't go see it? <laughs> you will like it. Yeah. All right. I will say I think I, I low key because I actually um didn't see Titanic till they re released it in theaters either. Oh, that was uh, long too though. That was long, and I I kind of had the same response, and I walked out of it like. Yeah, I loved it. I was way too little to see that movie. I, yeah, I was too. I was like 11 or something. And yeah. I was like, whoa, this is, that's, no. I was like, that's going to be real sad. I will say Avatar is one of those things you do have to see it uh, once, at least. Just to just because it's one of those movies that broke a lot of ground back then. I mean, and and seeing it in the correct format. would. And, and that's the thing. I could not imagine going to see it, bothering to go see it in theaters 
and not seeing it in 3D. Like, that would be insane to me. To give Mm -hmm. up three hours of my life. (laughs) Look, by design, Avatar is the most incredible 3D film ever made by a wide margin. You had James Cameron doing what James, James Cameron's got a James Cameron, and he never James Cameron better than he did in Avatar. He James Cameron they, hard. They create he James he he he. he I mean, he was stuff. based James Cameron. I, I mean, like, it oh, was the, this film is such an astonishing achievement in 3D presentation. If you see it in 3D IMAX, it's like nothing you've ever seen before, like beyond. And the reason I think that anybody should go see it, the fact that we're getting it re-released a huge re-release in 3D. Any film fan, any fan of fantasy cinema, science fiction, this is one of the the, the peak movie-going experiences of all time. I, I mean, look, you can sit there and, uh, it's like Fern Gully or Pocahontas, whatever. Which makes I'm it like, awesome. I'm like, I, I, I'm like, these are, yes, yeah, classical storytelling. I get it. It resembles other stories that you've seen before, like many other movies. Like Top Gun Maverick resembles Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean anything. This movie has a sense of wonder the way other movies only aspire to, hope to, never can reach. And seeing this in 3D IMAX at a... By the way, go see it in a Dolby Cinema or go see it in IMAX yes. because you have to see it in cinemas that are optimized for 3D. That's the big thing. And look, I'm not a Disney shill because this was a Fox movie to begin with anyway. Um, but if you want to have a great transportive time at the movies... Go see this movie in IMAX 3D. Report back to the Bobster here and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> the Bobster? The Bobster. All right. Yeah, we I'm doing that now? The when I'm talking Avatar, I talk about myself in the third person. I love I, I'm it. I'm call you the Bobcat from now on. Ooh. Well, I've been called that before. but hey, Bobcat. Not during the day. <laughs> oh, God. We'll Would someone to like to shit. trade seats? I don't want to sit next to Rob anymore. <laughs> I think, too, the big thing about the 3D as well is you're so much more immersed in that world. That it's used so effectively that it's not gimmicky stuff of things are just popping out at right. you. You feel like you are there. You are part of this world and you become much more entrenched in it and you fall in love with it in the same way that you see Jake Sully fall in love with this world. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's exactly right. If you see the, the, it's the same way like when you saw the Shogun miniseries and Richard Chamberlain's character learns about Japanese culture and we, the audience, are learning about Japanese culture through his eyes. The same is true of this. I mean, I, I can't tell you how this is not, the way this was shot, it was all designed to be 3D. So it's not like you're watching a movie that was post-converted. Yeah. I mean, the way this is, it's so immersive. It's like nothing you've seen before. Right. And, and it, also, you'll like it. And also, look at the bright side. It, since you're seeing it in 3D, what's the best, unless you snore, what's the best way to hide your closed eyes? 3D glasses, baby. <laughs> Just the, like, Always the whole thinking time. ahead. Ray, knowing it's three hours long and everything and having seen this movie before, are you, are you going to go? I actually am. I, uh, don't laugh. I, I'm actually interested in seeing this because it's been a long time. Since I've seen a movie in 3D, and I actually like 3D. Oh, Everyone it. craps on it. I, I, Doctor Strange. I wanted to see it in 3D. I didn't. So, I, I'm interested in seeing this, but I'm not sure if I'll be awake the whole time. And that's, I'm being serious. I don't know, but I do want to see it again, or just see the 3D stuff because it was something that blew my mind. And I think I watched it twice in theaters, which is crazy for me. I'm usually one and done. Mm-hmm. Even if I like a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if time what if, allows me to. What if I go do, too deep down the rabbit hole and I'm one of those people who gets really depressed when I have to leave the movie? 
Oh, well, that But that's okay. I'll just mingle with my regular depression, so we'll be fine. <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> well, thank you for better help sponsoring the show sometimes, too. We appreciate that. <laughs> well, guys, remember, you can see Avatar, the re-release, in regular 2D format, but why the heck would you? Let us know if you think you should go see it in 2D or if you're on the 3D board. All right? Thanks so much. All right, with that down, we will now get into a few of our member chats and we're going to open up the super chats. All okay. right. So, first of all, I want to thank Leo Lang for gifting one John Campion membership. So, whoever got that, Aww, thanks, congrats. Leo. That's from Leo. Um, our first one is from Ron H. He says, Yay for three months membership. Had a chance to watch Jaws in 3D, but was disappointed it wasn't Jaws 3D. Large mama sharks are scary. <laughs> They was, are. There, was there a Jaws 3D? Like an actual well, Jaws, Jaws 3D yes. was in 3D. I saw it in yeah. theaters, actually. It came out the same summer as Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jared Sin, and Friday the 13th 3D. Was it good? No. No. It was terrible. It was, was not good. Okay. Jaws 3D or Piranha 3D? Which one was a better movie? Piranha like, 3D. Oh, okay. So Little Fish. Um, <laughs> Kevin Cow writes, <laughs> GM... Batman Beyond Crew or get Game? Good morning. What? Good morning. I'm oh, sorry. It's been crazy time for TV. Finally caught up on Rings, Dragon, She-Hulk, and now the amazing Andor. What a time to be alive. Going to watch Avatar in IMAX 3D tonight. Can't wait to see the upgraded quality. Me so, too. So there were there were modifications made to the movie, or modifications, edits made to the it's movie. It's been remastered. Yeah, it's been remastered in 4K. Now, I don't know if they went back to the effects and actually up them or up to 4K, but probably. I would assume so. Yeah, Why James not? Cameron's behind it. He, You know he wants the top, top quality. Um, mm -hmm. And then our last one is from Chris Hunt. He writes, what's the first theme song that comes to mind when you hear the HBO Bois? B-W-A-A-A. I can't I watch Game of Thrones movie. without hearing that sweet Entourage riff. Honestly, for me, and it's interesting, right? Because he just said Entourage or whatever. And whenever I hear that with that... I, oh, I, that, What I think of that comes next is... Dun, 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 For enthusiasm. Oh. I go Game of Thrones. You know how old I am? For me, it's Dream On. I know you're all looking at me like, what? Why? Brian Ben Ben stream on. Dun, 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 Stop making things dun, up, Rob. Dun, 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 dun. Have you guys never seen Dream On? And Amy's Dream Love. On. You're all looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I am Love. that old. Amy's I mean, I'm no longer who's your daddy and who's your grandfather. <laughs> who's your no, great grandfather, Rob Burnett, because he's the only person that remembers Dream On. What year did it come out? Probably before you were born. Oh, Early okay. 90s, maybe? Okay. But how come? I mean, I You guys don't know Dream I On? All right, it's time to put Grandpa. I was definitely born. He won't stop yelling at us about right. Dream On. Dream on. I used to watch a show on HBO called Dream On. Sure you did. Yeah, okay. that existed. Oh, I'm sure man. it was great. Next you'll tell us you watch music videos on MTV. Come on. What? That's wild. <laughs> All right, and that's it for Member Chats. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Well, we are going to take a quick break then to hear from the mega sponsor of the show, the good folks of Mint Mobile, and then we'll do Super Chats. 
Hey guys, we want to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month. And now for the plot twist. I'm just kidding, there isn't one. Seriously, Mint Mobile just has premium wireless service from 15 bucks a month. There's no trapping you into a two-year contract or opening the bill to find these crazy fees. There's no luring you in with free subscriptions to streaming services that you'll forget to cancel and be charged full price for. I used to dread opening my phone bill every month because every time I was opening it, it was like playing roulette. I never knew what the actual price was going to be and it always seemed to get higher, but not with Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family and at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And if you're worried about the complication of switching things over, don't. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So guys, get premium wireless from just 15 bucks a month and no unexpected plot twists at mintmobile.com slash campia. That's mintmobile.com slash campia. Seriously, you'll make your wallet very happy at mintmobile.com slash campia. And thank you to Mint Mobile and your little fox there who were really, we really, really want, That seemed aggressive. <laughs> Mr. Minty. Mr. Minty. We really would like that. Ryan, come on, let's name him. All right, guys, with that all done, let's get into your super chats. Andy, what do we have? Uh, Khalil Frederick sending in some support. Thank you. And then we got... Can we scroll oh. up slightly, please? The name would be nice. Here we Some go. Some direction. Suthius said, I'm all about my fellow Asians doing good things in the business, but I got to ask, 2008's The Hulk or Gemini Man? Which would you watch again? Both directed by the incredible Ang Lee? But both are eh. <laughs> Oof. I'd probably watch Gemini Man over the Hulk, personally. I'm a Hulk stan, man. Yeah? I, I think the Hulk, it's not entirely successful, but it's interesting. And I love the action scene when the Hulk goes out into the desert and starts throwing tanks around. I mean. The end is a little weird, admittedly. Yeah. Odd. What about you, Amy? I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've seen either now that I'm thinking about <laughs> it. You're it's not like missing anything. It's like two hours anything. and 45 I guess I'd, minutes. I guess so. I'd watch the Hulk, though, just because, like, yeah, I wasn't that interested when it came out. But it's like, I'd be curious to see how far we've come. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the same yeah. I would pick that one. It's got some very impressive effects in it, even now. Yeah? It really does. Right. ILM did that work. It's pretty amazing. I'll wait. I'll wait for the 3D re-release. <laughs> <laughs> they add an extra hour. It's really yeah, amazing. is it two hours and 45 yeah, minutes? Because really I'll fun. still pick it over Avatar. <laughs> What's next? Uh, Suthius said, how Jen was treated at the wedding is very believable because it has personally happened to me. Oh, I relate a lot to her because we are, were both the nice person who is sometimes taken advantage of. Aww, Suthius. Well, one, I'm sorry that that's happened to you at a wedding before yeah that was that was some brutal stuff yeah i mean amy you're you're going to get married this year are you going to treat next, year, yeah. or next year are you going to ha treat your bridesmaids a little better than jen or are you going to be like you're my jen bitch oh a hundred percent was just taking notes oh hell yeah hell i'm excited yeah. for you to be full lulu yeah it's gonna be great can't wait <laughs> what else we have uh, Stubble McShay said, trying to avoid spoilers. You came I, to the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed episode five of Rings of Power. I just wonder why some people didn't leave with a certain item when they had the time to do it. We'll get into that in the after show. <laughs> yes, we will talk about that. Yeah, that episode, I don't know what item he's even talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> 
Uh, Andy said, Sir Kristen Cole pounded that poor Sir Joffrey harder than he did Rhaenyra. Bring on the filthy. All right. Wow. What a terrible day to have a mouth and the ability to read. Thank you for making (laughs) me do that. (laughs) That was brutal, man. That shocked me. Uh, Harv's K said, Rob, I know 112 scale is not your bag, but did you see Hasbro's just announced the 80s cartoon D&D figures? Uh, Well, I know. Wow. You know, I do like I do collect like Mezco some of the the one twelfth movie figures like Diabolic and Clockwork Orange and the Warriors, but not really my bag. But that's cool that they uh, look animated. The animated D and D from the eighties is not something I would be purchasing, but I am happy <laughs> for all of you. Well, it, just not not <laughs> something I collect. Bro, bro, did you see the Fantastic Four that Mezco is doing? The one twelve, the whole team. Yeah, they're great. You want to get that? So I, you know what? You want in on that? I'm superheroes. I'm I'm all about hot toys right, and right. third party, right. six scale. But they're great. But thanks for bringing that up. I'm a one twelve collector, so I'm going to check those out. Nice. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Sweet. It's awesome. cool they're doing them. Andy said, uh, "I'm so disappointed that an Andor is it B two E." Emo. Emo? Yeah. All right. Uh, B2 Emo isn't in black and doesn't even bother playing Linkin Park. (laughs) (laughs) I I imagine B2 Emo is listening to a lot of my chem. I really like the idea of a little droid with just that little like bang swoop. Yeah. Yeah. Like covering one little droid. B2 Emo is definitely numb. I would I would die for B2 emo, which I think just shows that I am also that very emo kid where I'm like, I will lay in front of this droid. Fuck, I love him so much. I think he's perfect. Taylor and I were looking at action figures the other day. What? (laughs) Are there any out yet? Yeah, they're really cute. Okay, I think it looks kind of poopy. Oh shit, it looks poopy, I mean. (laughs) I mean if you want to get it, we can get it in we can put it in the office. (laughs) We can put it in the office, it'll be fine. Uh, Mike Joyce said, Rings of Power gave um gave me my new favorite idiom. Give me the meat and give it to me raw. I'm such a 12 year old that I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When is that? When are you going to say that to a person? Because I <laughs> would refrain. <laughs> the, the, the lead up to that line is really, really great. I just wish we stopped at it. Give me the meat. And I just then, feel like out of context. It's got a little where's the beef energy. <laughs> that's like pri- yeah, yeah. That's like prison talk. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm excited for a whole new generation of Lord of the Rings fans to get some weird tattoos, though. So enjoy. <laughs> Uh, Tachi Victor asks, Rob, IMAX 3D or real 3D? Which is better? Well, I go IMAX because it's bigger. And, you know, size does matter when it comes to IMAX. Or giving someone the meat and giving them raw. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Now Rob wants to change chairs. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do like a sitcom, like draw a tape line of like, you stay on your side of the desk. Are you guys battling on who can make each other weirder? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Orlando Orego said, was there a favorite 3D movie you saw in theaters? Jaws 3. (laughs) (laughs) Avatar for me. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was probably yeah. Avatar. I actually, and I have complaints about this movie, but the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol, in moments, I thought really, oh, I'm getting a stank face from Chris right now. There are good things and bad things about that movie. It is uh, has some very book accurate stuff that they usually don't bother putting mm. into adaptations. And as like a really hardcore fan of that book, it made me very happy. But I just remember there there were moments that felt like a, a theme park ride, which sucked. But there were moments where it actually just felt like you were very 
engulfed in that world of like Dickensian London. And I thought that was a pretty magical use uh, of 3D. I also feel like when 3D was big, I just was always like, I'm not paying extra to have a headache. So I want to say I appreciate Amy for not taking the easy way out and naming something else other than Avatar. Mine was the, the last one I watched was San Andreas. Mm, and wow. I thought that one worked a little bit. It, they could have done more, but that that was the last one I watched. I don't know what my favorite is. Okay, since so you're calling me out, yeah, I'm I'll calling you out. Rob. I, I was murder. looking at you the whole time. How about that? That's my favorite 3D Coraline experience. Was fun in 3D. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sonic in uh, 40X. That was really fun. Oh, that was really really fun. Okay. Uh, Kali Wally says October is right around the corner and I'm putting together a list of underrated horror movies to watch. Y'all got any good recommendations? Thanks. Go to these people. <laughs> Go to them. <laughs> watch a great French double bill. Watch Martyrs and Inside, but don't watch the American oh remake. And I'm telling you, first of all, watch Inside? Martyrs first and then watch Inside as a palate no, cleanser don't. afterwards. Don't. I saw Inside. That's the first movie that made me physically ill, and I just had mm. to stop it. It's just not... The visuals on that thing were not just the thought of everything. Hey, it's just it. about a woman who wants a baby. Yes. Oh, my God. Like I'm getting sick. Song, I'm or? getting sick just thinking about it right now. <laughs> so good. Well, if, if you're looking it for is good, some... but you, you have to have the stomach for that. Don't eat when you're watching Inside. Can you really <laughs> say that? Okay. could say yeah. that. If you're looking for some underrated horror movies from uh, this century, I would recommend Malignant. A lot of people haven't seen it. I'm like the only person I know that's seen Malignant. It came out last year, I think. So good. And then my favorite, it's not really horror, but Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yeah. I'll bring that movie up any chance I get. Uh, I love Elvira. Oh. Oh, I don't know where you can find it at this point, but if you want um, just fully like cornball so bad it's good 80s, uh, my favorite horror movie is a movie called Blood Diner. And directed I, by Jackie Hall. And I cannot recommend it highly enough. I saw that in a theater. It, it is a masterpiece. <laughs> the only ones I do really are Cabin in the Woods, Tucker, Dale versus Evil. A great movie. Um, Wolf Cop, because it's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, and then everyone should always support um, my friend Asta Paredes. She's in the Return to Newcomb High. She's Chrissy in Volumes 1 and 2. And she does tons of horror movies as well. Go check out Asta's whole catalog. Oh, yeah. And if you want to celebrate early... Next year is the 50th anniversary of the masterpiece, The Exorcist. Ugh. And a lot of people haven't no. seen The Exorcist. Mm -mm. And uh, I think you should watch it if you haven't seen it. Watch it at midnight. Turn off the lights. If you were raised Catholic, you're going to feel better. bad. Well, you're going to feel worse. <laughs> what else we have? Uh, Om Nom Your Cookie said, Daniel G. Plug for Chris. Oh, hey, Daniel. He's oh. one of my voiceover students. Uh -huh. Your VO class is awesome. Why does Disney treat short seasons with short episodes as their hamburger hill? Is here is there a purpose? Aw. Well, thank you, first of all, for plugging yeah. my class. There's a new one starting October 2nd. You can Where can there. people find your class, Chris? You can Chris? find it over at eebstudios.com right now. Uh, you can also go through my socials to get to it. Ding! Okay, so why are they treating shorts? Sorry, what's the rest of it? I made it about me. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, where'd it go? There we go. Why does Disney treat short seasons with short episodes as their hamburger hill? Is there a purpose? Oh, I'm not sure why we're doing these short episodes and short seasons. It's one of our biggest complaints on this show. And one of the biggest issues I think that they're having in doing stuff. We've seen with Andor of having like a much longer, I, we're only three episodes in, so I'll pump the brakes a little bit, but those are lengthier episodes. We know we're getting more of those. We're getting five seasons, I believe, or no. How many seasons of that? We're getting we two, seasons two seasons of Andor. Two seasons at least. But in blocks of three episodes. There we go. 
And that seems to be a much more effective way of telling at least that story. And I, with Daredevil, we're supposed to be getting more episodes as well. But so far, we've been getting all these like eight or niners and eh. it's just hard because it feels like they're <laughs> trying to cram 12 episodes worth of stuff into eight episodes. It's like you can do an eight, nine episode arc that feels satisfying and good. You've just got to actually work with what you got. Mm hmm. No, I, I mean, I agree with that. I, I also, the problem with these is I don't think these are being written as episodics. I think they're being written, like with Andor, clearly they wrote probably one script and that script was then cut into three episodes mm -hmm. where, look, if uh, look, the, the pilot for Star Trek The Next Generation was 90 minutes long. Basically, Andor would have been a 90 minute pilot if they'd gone with that whole, that whole, and I, I get it, they want to have more content, but they're not fooling anyone yeah. it doesn't feel like these episodes are satisfying from a narrative standpoint you're not getting a full meal of a story and when you watch andor it's like they just randomly well let's end it here that's true you, it, it was so weird cuts. yeah so i feel like with these disney shows we are not getting whereas the netflix marvel shows like daredevil and luke cage and jessica jones defenders iron fist they felt like actual episodic shows because they were an hour Mm-hmm. And we got a full set of episodes, too. Yes. Gave Sometimes to too play. many. Sometimes. But then you'd have really great character explorations, like the one with Jessica and, uh, you know, Kilgrave Kill in her head, uh, which amazing. was great. And he was severely lacking in the show. Killing him off in season one was not smart. No. Uh, Jose Andres Estrada Vaca says, thank you for putting me through my flu right now. Oh, Jose, I hope you feel, feel better. better. Thanks for watching. Fluids. Uh, Dildar says, hey, Robin Ray, have you guys seen the previews for Gundam Witch from Mercury? It looks sick. It will have the franchise's first female protagonist. Yeah, I mean, there's so many interesting what they've done with the Gundam franchise over the last three or four years has been really, really interesting. I mean, it's it's I've been starting back in 2015 with Gundam Origin. I've, I, I love Gundam and I'm a Universal Century guy and I'm glad that they got back to the Universal Century as opposed to everything else they were doing. But I, I have not, I, I don't, I don't know much about, I'm behind. I, say, I just pulled up these trailers and it looks dope. Cause I, I'm so out of the Gundam loop. I watched Gundam wing when it was part of uh tsunami and I'd get like endless waltz. And well, that was what the but... first Gundam show they really brought to America yeah. was. And, and even though that's not a universal century, it has some of my favorite Gundam designs mm -hmm. like the endless waltz. Oh, I love that Gundam. Yeah. Um, big fan. But yeah, look, where's the live action Gundam movie? I sometimes put on Ready Player One just to watch the RX-78 in action. Mm -hmm. Just saying, you know. Well, uh, Ben Scheiber says, hey, Campy a crew. Tonight, I'm going to the Columbus Symphony to hear the Raiders of the Lost Ark score played live. Where does it rank among your uh, rank for you among your favorite Williams scores? Bring on the filthy. Ooh, I mean, it's up there for me. I really like it. I mean, there's no clankers with John Williams. <laughs> there's nothing that I'm like, wow, he really just like phoned that one in. Yeah. He just no. did it for the money. <laughs> that, that is a top tier Williams score. You know, um, the opening of that score where you see over the Paramount Mountain and it comes in South America in 1936, that whole opening sequence is peak John Williams scoring. It is so good. Wait. And it's not, it doesn't use the march. Mm. It's great. Wait, where I'll be, is that the Indiana Jones I watched for Movie Club? Because that's the only one I've seen so far. Raiders. That's not, that's, is that it? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
What'd you think of that one? Oh, I, I didn't watch I loved, Movie Club. I love the Indiana Jones movie that we watched. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I just wanted to make sure that was the theme song from the correct. Yeah, Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Raiders. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. But yeah, great, great soundtrack. Uh, next we have Soothius. Uh, <laughs> oh, you pretty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, we love you. <laughs> That's as much stank as I'm putting on that today. What's a childhood movie you still love? For me, it's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Ooh. So many. So many. Um, Adventures, uh, Adventures in Slumberland probably would be mine. Oh, which... I thought you were going babysitting. No, I mean, I love that one too, but they're they're remaking it too. They're remaking Slumberland with um, Jason Chris, Momoa. what about The Pebble yeah. and the Penguin? Yeah. yeah. That's a great one. I feel like all the Disney movies kind of feel like cheating. I'm gonna. The first one that popped into my head for some reason was Chicken Run, of just a movie oh. I think is actually still just friggin' love that movie. Absolute delight that. of a film. Oh, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's genuinely so much fun. What's my there? favorite childhood movie was George Powell's production of Byron Haskins' 1953 adaptation of H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. Okay, Grandpa. Come on. Guess what comes out on 4K next? Week. Is Not it that? that movie. Yes, it's that. I'll tell you another movie I liked, but I was a little older. I was like nine. Alan Parker's Bugsy Malone. We've, we've Bugsy talked about Bugsy Malone. Malone. Yeah. We love Bugsy Tula. Malone. You got to see Bugsy Malone. If you haven't seen Bugsy Malone, mm-hmm. you haven't lived. Oh, that's a great Mine movie. is The Wizard. The Wizard? With uh, Fred Savage. Oh, I saw that as a game. double feature one time. With oh, that was so I good when to that me. first came out. Nice. The introduction of a brand new Mario game in a movie. That was awesome. I would go, uh, I was just talking about this last night. The Secret of Nim <gasps> was definitely like a rewatch over and over in the 80s. But along the same era of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, this came out earlier, was um, Disney's Babes in Toyland. So that's that kind of same era uh, the that one I with used Keanu? to love. Huh? The one with Keanu? Well, it was 1961. Oh. Uh, oh. Babes in Toyland. That's why I say it was the same era as Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, sorry, Bang, sorry. Which was 68. And then there was a, actually there was a Laurel and Hardy version of that too that I liked. But anyway. Speaking of Disney movies, I love 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one. One of my favorite movies of all time. I, I loved an anime version of that as a kid. That was really, really yeah, great. I know that. But yeah, it's good. It's so cute. It's, it's, yeah. Aww. It's good stuff. Yay. Soothius said, I was looking at some box office numbers. Despicable Me made over 500 mil. Uh, Despicable Me 2 and Minions 2 made over 900 mil. Despicable Me 3 and Minions 1 made over 1 billion. Dang. Let's go, Mario. <laughs> What's the over-under on that? What about, what about 200 million, Ray? Over-under, Mario. Does it make more than 200 over. million? Over 200 yeah. million. If it can become a Easily. meme... Like, if it becomes, Wait. like, a meme thing that people are, like... Hold on. When I was looking up the Mario thing, it said Netflix on there. Is that even a theatrical release? Oh, it should be. I thought it was going to theaters because it's Illumination. On IMDb, yeah. it said Netflix. So now we, I might have to... Well, I will forget. I don't want to spread mm. any false news, but that's what I saw on IMDb when looking okay. at the info to write the notes. So. Well, oh, I don't well, know. Well, then under. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to make $200 million domestic. Oh, man. I but meant domestic, by the way. If it's out in theaters, you think it's going to do really well? If it's out in theaters, it makes me feel better that it, it might be a good movie. <laughs> if it's straight to Netflix now, maybe I should tone down my excitement. Amazon now? <laughs> a little bit. Until Netflix starts winning a little bit more with their big releases. Mm. You know? Mm. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? What's next? 
Fredo Valcaz. Fredo! Fredo. Hey, gang, keep up the amazing work. You keep being amazing, Fredo. Yeah, man. I love saying your name. Best. Fredo was trying to start a cancellation of me because (gasps) of my Modoc rant. I said I like looking at Modoc. What's wrong with that? You Why know? would anyone try to cancel you, right? No, I'm just saying, you know, I just I just wanted to point out that if you look like Modoc, I'll like looking at you. That's all I'm saying. Uh, wow. What's next? Because you'll be flying around in like a little vehicle. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. Am I just digging myself into a hole right here? Yes. I'm going to come wheel over and take Don't mind him. He likes looking at you. (laughs) Irene Jobson says, I like big moons and I cannot lie. All my other auras can't deny. (laughs) You got one musical. That was well done. Good try. We appreciate that. Golf claps. Golf claps. (laughs) Golf claps? Yeah. You just gave it a golf clap. Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) Uh, Anubis Genocide said, I'm on the fence with the Mario movie. I think it'll come down to what the story is. Zelda with its lore would have been a better choice in that regard. I yeah. agree. Zelda would make a badass be a movie. Great movie. Yeah, I, I, I mean, as far as the fantasy context of Zelda, <laughs> yeah. I think you have a lot more leeway there. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's, but we'll see. Maybe it'll be good. And we need to redeem the excuse me, princess, from that excuse cartoon. Me. <laughs> Uh, Norwegian Kryptonian uh, says, I feel like the Lord of the Rings show is the world's most expensive CW show. Dang, bro. Whoa, shots fired. (laughs) Boom, roasted. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think it's pretty and I think it's interesting, but I also know that I am biased. Mm. I mean, look, I I thought this episode was a big step up. Mm -hmm. I actually, I, I enjoyed my time watching this. About halfway through, I'm like, oh. I'm enjoying myself today. I didn't feel like, you know, somebody was pulling my molars out. That's how you felt watching this show. It's not that bad. Well, yeah. Up until this episode, pretty wow. much. So but now dramatic. you have really nice teeth. So. <laughs> Khalil Frederick said, want to throw out a wreck for AMC Plus's Pantheon. It's a great for, uh, 40-minute sci-fi animated series. The four episodes are out, and I've loved them. It's about UI uploaded intelligence. First episode on YouTube. It's a crazy ride. Well, that's cool. Ooh, that if it's on YouTube, really yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. That sounds good. It I didn't even know it existed. On- it all depends on when John gets uh, the AMC Plus. Is when I will. <laughs> when you get when that, I will have plus secret added. access. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim Platt said, "All these reboots of classic cartoons from my childhood make me want a Darkwing Duck one next." I loved Darkwing Duck. Yeah, me too. Okay. I thought we were getting one. I thought we were getting one because Ducktales. Listen, Duck- sorry. Well done, everyone. <laughs> Ducktales really set it up that it seemed like we were going to get a new. Darkwing Duck, because mm. we had this whole thing where they bring in Jim Cummings, because who else would play him? But then he's the actual actor who was playing Darkwing Duck on the old series. And then you have in the new actor who ends up becoming actual Darkwing Duck. And it was really, really fun. And then Jim Cummings' character becomes Negaduck. <sighs> There's so much lore and they could have done it. And I just mm-hmm. want Disney to give me the things that I want. OK, you yeah. can give you're giving Ray a Mario movie. A loop. Come on. Well, I never asked for the Mario movie, but I'm just accepting of what served oh, to me. Oh, is, is that what, what I'm saying? Is that my mistake? I <laughs> yeah. Keep, and I also, keep Matt Reeves. Things. We got Matt Reeves here. He could direct the R-rated The oh Darkwing. That you could do a The Darkwing right there. He Who can't because of? he has a deal with Warner Brothers. Wow, it's true. Uh, Screw John <laughs> says Modok is supposed to be in Ant Man, right? Oh, is is Modok? I don't know. I, if he is, guess fun. who's there? 
That's I feel a, like he's a good fit for Ant Man. Yeah, That's true. I want to know that. But that he's he's weird, and and so is you know. Sort of the Ant Man. Yeah, the Ant Man folks universe. are too. Yeah. I mean, Quantum Mania. I'm expecting a lot of mania. So why not bring some Modoc exactly. into that mania? And Ray will mania. love yeah. looking at him. <laughs> They're gonna be great. Yep, just loving it. <laughs> Could happen. Uh, South Texas Shark said, "Ray, what are your top three video games?" Um, this is gonna be the worst thing ever, but uh, I do like the story games. Like I just cause three, not in uh, in a particular order. Um, Life is Strange, and the other one I beat is uh, uh, I'll just say Halo, Halo Two. That's it. Ooh, I've never mean, seen someone the, tap out of their top three like that. <laughs> <laughs> Halo, fuck it. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying which ones were my most memorable that I spent the most time playing yeah. or been affected by those three. That, that's it. Ray, did you get your construction uh, simulator game yet? Nope, not yet. Oh. It's shipped. Two days ago, coming from Asia, because oh, yeah. I wanted a physical media, Rob. Me and you, baby. I'm, I'm right there. Did you ever play uh, Onimusha? Yes. I'm That's a huge Onimusha fan, all three of them. That's an original. Wow, that goes back. That's like the first sort of Devil May Cry sort of. Yeah. Yeah, and I love the first Devil May Cry, too. Mm-hmm. But I love, those are Capcom games. Yep. Man, I was an Onimusha fiend. Samonosuke. Yep. I loved it. <laughs> can I just, can you just always do that? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I love that corny needs to be games. your sign off from now on. It's all corny games with me, like Parappa the Rapper, all those. I are love all Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. So fun. Aw, yay. Uh, would you believe that I bought that on 4K? Said, <laughs> I didn't mind, don't worry, darling, but the way Harry was eating Miss Flo's watermelon was not right, my guy. Happy National Redhead Day. Oh, oh boy. There's a lot to unpack in this yeah. chat. Do we just want to throw the whole suitcase out? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Just set it on fire. I. So we got a technique critique. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just wait till we see it. Yeah. Right? Have yeah. any of us seen it? No. no. Okay. We'll just but, wait to see what that I mean, watermelon well, really well is. Well done referencing watermelon yeah. sugar high about it. Yeah. Kudos to you on that. <laughs> I actually want a watermelon um, now. <laughs> man. I just Googled it. It really is Redhead Appreciation Day. It is? And Rob, you, you Rob. didn't bring it up. Come this on. is your moment. Oh. Wow. I mean, you really what can I say? Redheads. Yeah. I am a big fan of redheads. It's the first we've heard of it. I know. You never, I, I never know. Knew. I never know. Knew. It's, you know, Jessica Chastain, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Name all of them. I just am really. Dallas Howard. Wait, wait. I just still need. I have so many questions. Now I'm definitely seeing this movie because I want to know. I want to know about how he's doing it issue. wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine you can't really see the angle that you could actually make that judgment on. I, I would agree with that, my esteemed colleague. I mean, unless he's coming, unless he's fully coming in like, nah, 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 like how do you know that it's... Is that how you eat watermelon? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk out there. Is this? Do you make those noises? <laughs> I'm saying that would be doing it wrong. Yeah. Like a buzzsaw? <laughs> that might be the greatest thing anyone's ever said on this show. <laughs> oh, a little bit. The get one of these? Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know. Now we need a review after you see it. Yeah. This is going to be the out of the theater reaction is, well, uh, I have notes. John, I'm sorry I got the channel demonetized while you were gone. Um, moving on. <laughs> I tried. Okay, what's next? Again. <laughs> he tried to save me from myself. Mode Awesome said, Curious, do you prefer Love and Thunder or She-Hulk? 
Ooh. Right. Love and Thunder for me. Oh. I think Love and Thunder. But it's hard. It's kind of comparing. I'll have to wait till She-Hulk's done, but right now probably She-Hulk because I... Both have let me down. One just so far has let me down more. <clears throat> I mean, I you know, I'm Love and Thunder is a pretty epic... It. It's an epically mounted motion picture. There's a lot of really interesting fantasy stuff to... There's a lot of stuff that... I think is worthy of 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 watching. It's just overall the silliness of it doesn't work for me at all. Yeah. But I think as a movie, there's a lot of spectacle and stuff to watch. That's fair. Uh Andy said, Love Top Gun, a new hope. Can't wait for the <laughs> sequel where when Rooster finds out in a twist that the enemy is his father. I literally was gonna bring that up as a joke the other day, Andy. We park our shuttlecrafts in the same, same shuttle no, 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 bay. bay. Oh. It's, we park our shuttlecrafts in the same <laughs> shuttle bay. Yes. Rob, how did you throw your voice like that? That was amazing. Uh, you know, I, I'm full of many talents. <laughs> Quick. Uh, there could only be one. Ask him something only the real Rob would know. <laughs> name every redhead. Every redhead. <laughs> natural uh, or unnatural. <laughs> there is only There can only be one. No, I don't. I'm not a bottled redhead guy. It's got to be genuine. genuine. And a very specific kind. I have no idea. Genuine <laughs> redhead. I would ask you to break that down, but I don't want to no, know no, more. I like girls with pale mm-hmm. skin and more of a strawberry blonde to red. Oh, they're yeah. specific. Like, yeah. you know, None like, of this Auburn shit. Like, yeah, like <laughs> Jessica Chastain. Oh. You know what I mean? There you, you have it, folks. Jessica. The question none of us were asking. Uh, Jay Master said Elton John Final Farewell Concert will live stream from Dodger Stadium on November 20th on Disney Plus as part of his Yellow Brick Road Tour. That's I'm cool. going to be that there. Wow. I was there last night. Ooh. But Elton was not. But no, I was. Elton John wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going for um, Logan's birthday. Fun. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it'll be great. I'm really excited. I'm really happy that's Are live you streaming. Are you candle in the wind? I, I hope I'm not his dead love. <laughs> if anything i'm more of a little sebastian i'm i'm 500 candles in the little sebastian. all right there you go uh jay master said chris yeah did you know yesterday marks the one-year anniversary of star wars visions was released on disney plus what was your favorite visions episode Ooh. star wars visions volume 2 releases spring 2023 oh man I, I did love star wars visions okay i really really love the the basically the yojimbo one that one is excellent, and I can't wait for more of that. Um, the one where it's the the bunny Jedi was so rad. I'm sorry, I don't remember any names because it was a year ago. But that one was really cool. A I want that Jedi? whole so- story. You there said? was yeah, she was a bunny kind of alien, and then she's using a lightsaber and shit, and it's really really cool. And she's adopted. Oh, it's great. Star Wars Visions is wonderful. I don't know why more people aren't in love with that. Even the one where Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in a band as a Jedi and they're playing in front of the Jabba's. I think it's fun and experimental and cool. We talked about that yesterday, and I I, I like that. I mean, I, I've always wanted to see a maybe they can do it for Disney Plus. Phil Grindan and the Modal Nodes, the the Cantina band. Yeah, like I'd love to see that biopic, the rise and fall of Phil Grindan. Oh man, I think that'd be wonderful. Rebo just has like a cocaine problem. Oh. So they're good. competitive. Yeah. Size Snoodles and the Rebo Band are competitive against mm-hmm. Bill Grindan and the Modal Notes. Be great. What else? The Sky Ablaze says, The Night of Kisses is dead. Long live the Night of Smashing. <laughs> well. Ooh. To be th- effective, you have to do both, really. That's very true. You know? You have to hold multitudes when you're a knight. Then hit him with the yang yang. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're gonna slowly kill Rob if you don't It's gonna sit on You're this lowering his other bun in the grave as we speak. <laughs> So he goes bun first. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, in the air. it's one bun in the grave. That's it's the only one way to go. Into a grave. Um, <laughs> You're making me laugh. Um, How do you go bun first? Yandaprid, <laughs> I'm just gonna power through. Yandaprid said, "Would Sony uh, can the SSU if Craven and Madam Web get the same Madam response Web. as Morbius?" Oh, Rob, did you know they're making a Madam Web movie? What? I know. <laughs> That's wild. Don't come out to get emotional about it. Tears. Do you want? Do you need a tissue? I didn't. He went full ray on that laugh cry. Yeah. <laughs> I just turned into Tickle Me Elmo. I cannot stop laughing. <laughs> well, Taylor, pull on shot on the floor, you guys. This is wonderful. Um, so, if if uh, Madam Web and Craven Bomb will mm. they just kind of nix the entire Sony Spider-Man universe? I mean, I think that's a definite possibility because it's not, I mean, Morbius was a tremendous disappointment and um, look, the Venom movies have proven to be earners, so yeah. that's okay. But They're fun. But that's the thing, you've got this monster creature factor, but like Craven, you know, yeah. uh, I, 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 I'm hoping it's good, mm -hmm. but what's Craven going to hunt? Yeah. I, I love Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'm really, really hoping it's I great. I do, too. I, I hope that, and I hope Madam Web's great, too. Yeah. But they seem like odd choices to me. They really, really do. Amy, if these bomb, will they just get rid of everything? Fire sale. Everything must go. Like, wait, wait what is? what do they mean? What is the question? They're, they'll just get rid of the Spider-Man Sony universe. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah? No. That's my hot take. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, Jasmine Jones said, do revenge, uh, do revenge on Netflix was a good movie. It had a 90s, 2000 feel with a modern twist. Oh, I watched that this week. Which one's that one? It is um, Camille, the girl who plays Veronica Lodge on Riverdale. Oh, it's the, with Maya Hawke, yes. I think, is the right one? Yeah. That looks fantastic. It's like, it fun. looks really fun. It's fun. Um it is steeped in 90s nostalgia and everything from the soundtrack to the wardrobe and everything. Fun. Um, it's a fun watch. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Peter Cunnington says Garrett Wang is at Cap City Con this. Uh, sorry. Garrett Wang is at Cap City Con weekend, Victoria. There we go. Uh, that would be. <laughs> he's a character on Star Trek Voyager. Garrett Wang. Thank you. Okay. Because I was. There's a lot of words in that sentence I didn't know. <laughs> Perpetual Ensign. Okay, mm. I'm I'm not as familiar with Star Trek, so I don't know that far in. Cool. Well, have fun if you're going. Lombardo Mendez says, "Rob, what is the name of the book that the new M Night Shyamalan movie is based on again? And should I read that first or just go in blind?" We went over this yesterday. Rob hates reading. He said, "Never read a book." <laughs> the Cabin at the End of the World by Paul Tremblay, um, and I recommend it. It's a one sitting book. Although I have to say, because a lot of people have contacted me ha who had read the book and didn't like the ending. The ending is a little controversial. Uh, it, it leaves you with questions. Okay. It, it doesn't tie everything up in a nice little bow. In like an existential dread kind of way or just there's so it, many it, things unanswered? Yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff that was, uh, I mean, I, that didn't bother me. Mm. Uh, but but because the questions it posed are very interesting. Okay, what if the story actually has like, let's say, I, I don't know, there's a twist or there's something at the end. 
Wouldn't you recommend watching the movie first and then if you're into it, go back to the Yeah, I mean, you know, in a way, now that they've, here's the thing. This is mostly because we're, we're a movie channel here. I would suggest waiting, like going in cold. Because right. I'm sure M. Night Shyamalan, this is an adaptation, and maybe he did change the ending somehow mm. and make it more satisfying from a, a cinematic perspective. So I would wait. You know, if you're going to read the book, read the book. But it, like I was saying yesterday, look, I'm a huge and avid reader. But um, if the movie's coming out and this is a movie channel, people are going to want to see the film. Wait. Right, right. Just, just to if if it spoils the film, let's say if it ends up spoiling the film. because I wanted to read the book too. When you mentioned it yesterday, I was like, I got to read that. But then I was thinking maybe I should wait for the movie first. I mean, the thing about the thing about this is, it, you watch the trailer. If that premise interests you, it's sort of irresistible. And if you like the premise, wait and see the movie, okay. and then go back and read the book. But the book is quite good. Awesome. What else we have? <laughs> uh, Cracking a beer. <laughs> it's Friday, baby. Tough on it. Grip it and rip it, baby. Uh, Morgan Holmes with the $20 Super Chat. Thank, Thank you, Morgan. Morgan. Boxing reference. Rings of power. Young upcoming star. All, all the money looks flashy, but they have to go up against the old coming off a two-loss veteran that uh, is House of the Dragon and get knocked out in the first round. Mm. I, I think see, I like for, that. To put it right now, yeah, yeah. that makes perfect sense. That's fair. But I see we're, it. We're getting there. We're getting our second wind, though, with this latest episode. Yeah, yeah, it's getting, yeah. it's, it's, it's beating the tenth count after this. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he got up off the, he got up off yeah, the canvas. So let's see. Let's exactly. see. This is actually shit. I understand. This is really exciting yeah, for me. Yeah. A sport I know. Because you know, an older fighter can lose its stamina towards mm-hmm. a younger fighter, mm-hmm. and they could come back. That might happen. Or he might just get completely destroyed. That one little piece of hope yeah. could be all gone. We'll see. We'll and see. to keep, to keep uh, the, the boxing uh, metaphor going, I was just happy I didn't want to see Galadriel get punched in the face like I have in the previous four episodes. Oh. I actually liked her. She's Shout great out. in this episode. I thought she, I'm like, where's this character being? Loved her. I really loved liked her. her. I was like, I love what they're doing with her now. She's yeah. powerful. She's smart. Yeah, she was better than people, but she, like... I understood everything that was happening with her. Absolutely. I, I like this trajectory. And I, mm. even 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 the way that she held herself, I felt like, oh, this is a character that I can see now leads people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like so this episode had the eye of the tiger. All right. Yes, oh, it did. Boy. <laughs> Raymond Verrata said, Re- read about British officials asking people not to leave marmalade sandwiches outside Buckingham Palace to honor the queen. Didn't know Paddington was voiced by uh, Ben Wishaw, who also plays Bond's yep. Q. Oh, hmm. I mean, that's really cute. But gosh, the bugs must be disgusting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder what they thought was going to happen to those sandwiches. Yeah. There's a lot of happy pigeons. They should have just all chipped in for a one. A lot of sticky pigeons. Extra large marmalade. Just one big one? Yeah. The world's largest. Come on. Talk to people sometimes. Or like, Plant feed something. the hungry. Yeah. 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 food on the floor. Just yeah. Sandwiches into the trash, essentially, right now. Yeah. And... Hmm. It's, an, it's, a, it's a cute gesture, but also like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Khalil Frederick said, hope it's not one and done because no one's talking about it. Oh, yeah. like one and done like Mario. When I said, oh, just give me a one and done oh. like, movie, like make it good and then gotcha, gotcha. let me have it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, true. Hopefully it's not one and done because it sucks. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Retribution Zero said, give me the original HBO feature presentation open. That's old school. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then the boxing uh, would start after that. (laughs) That's that's awesome. I I need that one, too. (laughs) I'm glad I could hum it for you. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) A little trip down memory lane for everybody. Uh, Jay Master said, the Super Mario Brothers animated movie teaser trailer that will be released on October 6th, that same day at midnight, Marvel Studios, a special presentation, Werewolf by Night, drops on Disney+. Plus. Wow, that's cool. I mean, we're both, we're all looking forward to that, right? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I am not equally excited about no, these No, I am more excited no. for one of these. Yeah, <laughs> much more excited about that. That's really cool to know. Uh, Jasmine Jones said, Season four of High School Musical, the series, started filming, and with the plot of the season, I hope we get a cameo of the OG. Oh. Mm. I'm not familiar with this show I've never at seen all. one High School Musical. Does that mean like, I mean, Zach uh, Efron's going to come back? In theory, it would High have school. original cast members coming back, like Zach or, you know. Vanessa. Vanessa Hutchins or... I love her. Corbin. Those people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember the other people. Ashley Tisdale. There she is. There we go. My only experience <laughs> with High School Musical is those those first three Disney movies and then having to learn the dance when I was a Disney intern. Oh. In case we were on Good Morning America. Can we get a wide shot real fast? And uh, uh, I just I only know the wildcats everywhere. Wave your hands up in the air. Like that's all I ever I, I didn't wow. wide I, shot for that. I, I didn't monetize. I know. It wasn't good. I need you all to understand that when I was a Disney intern, I lived with five other women in a three-bedroom apartment. Four of us were face characters. Three of them took it very seriously and wow. had cardboard cutouts of their princesses and Zac Efron. I am who you all know. And so I was just like, yeah, this is fine, but this is not my whole personality. This is upsetting. Wow. It was a lot. It was a lot. I didn't put it all in there for a learning high school musical. I did not want to be part of that. Wow. Okay. I think this next one speaks to Ray. James Freeman says, highly recommend Moon Age Daydream this weekend. The sense of wonder is off the charts in that film. Ooh, this is the Bowie, Bowie, yeah. Bowie documentary. I've heard oh, it's phenomenal. Moonage, though. Oh, Which Moon. I saw part of at CinemaCon. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you went to that other presentation. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, there's so much to see. Mm-hmm. Just post up at a theater for a day. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff all of a sudden. <laughs> a lot yeah. of cans opening You just right do now. a day of plexing where you go from theater to theater. And yeah. Moon Age Daydream was in IMAX. I'm sure Avatar is replacing <laughs> it. If you could see an IMAX double feature. Ooh. Could be good. I'd be down for some big old Bowie. Uh, Collins E said, "Modok was shown in D twenty three Ant Man footage." Oh, wow. okay, that's very cool. Who plays him? Yeah, or was it just a machine? Like, was he shown as a character? Taylor, could you look up and see if we know anything about Modok in terms of that? Yeah, the last thing right now on my computer is Redhead Appreciation Day, so let me clear that, <laughs> and I'll get right on it. Let's talk about that for now. <laughs> yeah, you could talk about that. <laughs> Jedediah Elias said, "Did you see the leaked D twenty three footage from Black Panther two? More excited to see it now, especially with focus on Wakanda family. Coogler is killing it. Yeah, I haven't I mean, seen I, the leaked footage. I haven't seen the leaked footage, but I mean." I'm really excited for this movie. Yeah. And I, I hope, I mean, my expectations are sky high. Mm-hmm. There's so much I want out of it. I hope it's great. I think it'll be great. That trailer is beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Stunning. It I'm looking forward so to the score. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing the uh, Toucan Sam. It's not the Atlanteans anymore. What are the? Talican. Talican. Talican Valley. Yeah. Talican. I got oh, it. Do so, we have a MODOK update? If this is real, it, it looks like my father, but it's just like this mush man it's not like a real person oh that's the image oh I yeah put up. oh that was the image i put up oh oh, oh we it? just don't know. we were wondering if they had said who was playing him oh like the voice no there's yeah. there's a rumor that somebody named Corey stole oh 
Oh, oh wait, wait a minute. He, 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 he was already Corey stole what yellow jacket, right? Because oh. he played oh. yellow jacket or whatever yeah. in Ant Man One. Thanks for ruining the movie. That's That's really fun. Maybe okay. Okay. If that if that comes to fruition, that'd be pretty cool. All right, what else we have? Into it. Uh, Jay Master said, "Breaking from the Hollywood Reporter, Ariel uh, Kleiman from uh, Yellow Jackets will direct the first block of episodes for Andor season two. Ooh, fun! That's cool. Yeah, because they start shooting in November. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Awesome, awesome." Uh, TJ Slab Dragon Watson said, Rob, <laughs> like me, you're definitely sugar daddy age. Uh-oh. Oh, they're oh, well. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I like the way he says his full and his nickname, Slap Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Moving along, Punkron said. Also, James hey. gave us some support right there. Oh, James uh, Gildersleeve. Thank you, James. Uh, Punkron says, hey guys, have you guys read the comic book Count Crowley Amateur Midnight Monster Hunter? It's my favorite horror comic right now. No. I have not, but that sounds great. That sounds fun. It's a fun title. Thanks for giving us an issue. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we could uh, incorporate that. We'll check it out. Uh, Talking Entertainment with Josie said, Step Up 3 was fun in 3D. Any Step Up fans? Oh. I liked one of them. I just forgot which one it was. Step Up has a 3D movie in the franchise? I'm just stepping right at you. Yeah. I have to tell you, I found myself in Step Up to the Streets. That, that's the one I think. I and I, I have anyway. to say, I oh, went in there, not under protest, but I went in there not expecting much. And I liked the fact that it was the first time that the good dance crew was like a multi-ethnic group of actors, young actors. And I was like, you know what? The future's going to be okay. Step How'd Up that to work? the Streets. Pointed to me, pointed the future, the, the youth of America has got things covered. As long as you're representing and you can dance, oh, things are going to be all right. That's all you need. And then the world just kind of all did this. Yeah, then it spun <laughs> yeah. out its axis. Yeah. We're being threatened with nuclear apocalypse by a man who's losing a war that he started. So what are you going to do? Whoops. Maybe show him step up to the streets. Have they made a step up four? Could that set us back on track? (laughs) Is that what could save us all? Uh, Yeah. We need all the steps. No, that's Flash Gordon. Oh. Maybe maybe this is just like uh, Lost and we need to like blow up step up four into a tunnel and then we'll reset the timeline and, you know, no explanations. Go back to the 70s. Yeah. Go back to the 70s. That smoke monster could move. So, you know. There are five step up movies. Ugh. Step up six is going to be the one, baby. There we go. That's the great uniter. Uh, Jasmine Jones said, love how meta high school musical the series is. So meta and how they use the stars with them, not outshining the cast. And they are so talented. Good to know, Jasmine. I'm so glad that show's working for you. I awesome. mean, they do a lot of, lot of musical numbers and dancing, right? Uh, a lot of choreography in that show, I guess. Mm-hmm. I would, assume I would so. suppose. All I know is Olivia Rodrigo is on that show. Mm, that's mm-hmm. that's my only information on it. What else we have? Uh, TJ Slab Dragon Watson said, "Rob, I'm also up to 2,350 slabs." Okay, that's insane. So, so what a slab is slabs. when you when you that get your comic books, you get your comic book slab by that's CGC, crazy. where they're put into two clamp right. plastic shells, hard plastic shells, and it, it's a vacuum seal. Oh, but to have it done for a comic is like twenty five. To thirty-five. I'm bucks. assuming he's purchased some of those already slabbed. Yeah, but already slabbed. I mean, let's say he just got them slabbed himself. Right. What is? Let's go to the low end. Twenty-five times 
2350 was that mm-hmm. what he said dude it's expensive that's, that's a pretty that's a which means his collection that's is probably lot. worth quite a great what's Just your favorite wait. slab what is your most impressive slab so book do you slab it so you don't have to swap out the bag and board well, it's graded yeah so it's it's, it's graded oh, oh, that you get it graded okay. so so it's it's valued as I, I literally have a cgc like you know the the shipment kit where you can yep. to slab some of mine and I just haven't because I don't want to have to go through the cost of it right now. Yeah, no, it's expensive, but but that's a very yeah. impressive collection of slab that's books. That's really, really cool. That's crazy, bro. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Awesome. I want to see pictures. Unless he owns a comic shop, at which, at which point it wouldn't be that crazy. Yeah. Because it would be your in- inventory. But mm-hmm. either way, it's awesome. Tim Blatt says, the Batman in 40X was the greatest movie experience ever. Ooh, that would have been really yeah, crazy. Yeah, really, it deserves to be re-released. <laughs> In many formats. I mean, I. Yeah. Are you planning to do that at any point there, Matt? Jonathan? Who? I'm what? So- sorry. I mean, um, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's a great movie. Let's read this question again, actually, just so we can. Get <laughs> <laughs> Jay Master said, Rob, big Seahawks home game at Lumen Field versus the Falcons on Sunday. Plus next week, the Seattle Kraken hockey season begins. Uh, I'm very excited, although I hope the Seahawks play better than they played last week. I was very sad about the 49ers. But anyway, yeah, and you know, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer of Top Gun Maverick and many other things, is one of the owners of the Seattle Kraken. Oh. Unless that ownership has changed, which I thought was pretty cool. Spiffy. Nearly Michelle's out with COVID or? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, I think she was. Oh, thank you for updating me. I, I always appreciate the Leah Michelle news. When you get sports, we get a Leah Michelle. We get a Leah Michelle. <laughs> uh, Screw John says, I just realized I'm watching House of the Dragon in Disney Plus Hot Star. Huh. There you go. It's all different. I like that. Everywhere. Is that in India? Maybe, I don't know. Sujan might be. Maybe. What else we have? Andy says, can't wait to see Avatar in 3D today. Excited to see M. Knight's take on our fave airbender and to hear Aang pronounced as Ung in 3D. Uh, Andy, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Very dare you. That is one of the only movies I have ever walked out of. There's a whole video you can watch on the internet of me just destroying this movie. I hate it. I hate it so much. Flames <laughs> on the side of my face. <laughs> nice. It's bad. It's a bad movie. Flames? Flames? <laughs> <laughs> See, now I got to go watch uh, Clue. Uh, you should watch that movie all the time. It's one of the best. That's my favorite. I could watch that on an endless loop. Uh, Fang, Fang Blaze 71 said, you guys hear about the new Iron Man game? Yeah. No. It's like, it, it's just, I mean, it, there was only like, a, I think a teaser announcement, right? But it's just set in its own universe and Marvel's releasing. But I wish there was gameplay that was released. Did you see anything about that, right? No. Nope. No. Mm. Yeah, it was just all I saw was an Instagram post about it. Mm. So we'll see. All right. Birdhop says, I love Midsummer, Hereditary, and The Witch. Can you recommend other horror in that vein? Would also take something like The Conjuring. Uh, If you haven't seen Karen Kusama's The Invitation, I would watch that. Mm. I mean, I think that don't, again, going cold, don't read anything about it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and there's a movie that David Pryor directed called The Empty Man. It's not like Slender Man. But it's really interesting, and I would recommend that. And also, if you haven't seen movies like um, um, now, I can't uh, uh, now I can't even remember the 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 name of the film that I'm thinking of. So I know I what you did last summer. Tell you later. No, don't do that's not what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> Rob, would you say that the movie Mother with uh, Jennifer Lawrence is kind of Mother's interesting. 
Yeah, I would say that's it's, it's in that same kind of vein. <laughs> Upsetting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The ritual would probably live in Ooh. that. Yep. The the, mm-hmm. the the hunting party, those yeah, guys. Yeah. That's good, with, too. Uh, with Spall's I, kid. Yeah. I really like that. I really liked uh, the ritual. I thought that was good. I watched the beginning, and then my friend Logan were like, okay, you're done now. Don't watch anymore. Oh. <laughs> it's good. The beginning of it was really great. Really great. Undecided said, could you see the next season of Sandman in introducing Timothy Hunter? Would uh, Warner Brothers be too scared that people would compare the character to Harry Potter? I mean, they could. That That's an interesting... Um, you're talking books of magic. Um, you You could... But mm-hmm. yeah, people are going to compare him to Harry Potter. Yeah, but I think that's a fun comparison. I to do be too. Made. But and he predates Harry Potter by many, a many lot. years, yeah. a long time. Yeah. So yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know if they would get to that. In I'd have to go back and look at Sandman, but I don't think if they do another eighteen issues, maybe they'll get to that. But yeah. I don't think they will. I know they have to get to the Dead Boy Detectives because. That's part of Season of Mists, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it, didn't the Dead Boy Detectives recently come out, too? Yeah, yeah. they redid that. They, okay. Yeah, but they were introduced in in the Season of Mists. Yes. So, I think it'd be fun. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> Connor Stevens said, uh, Dalton has always been my favorite Bond. John Barry's score for Daylights is my favorite Bond score as well. Oh, man, you know what? I love, I love Living Daylights. I love Timothy Dalton in Living Daylights, and that was John Barry's last... James Bond score. He had a little, uh, little, little eighties, eighties vibe to that score. It's a great, great score. Yeah. But John Barry didn't like working with Aha very much. Really? Yeah. But you know, Living Daylights has some great Pretender songs in it. Mm-hmm. If there was a man, and where has everybody gone? Mm-mm-mm. Tasty. Yeah. Dalton was a great Bond. I enjoyed him. Very, he was great. Very he was much. great in that. Yeah. I he even like Reasons to Kill. I think he's fun. It, he's awesome. Yeah. Schmiert Spionen. Jermaine King said, uh, seven out of nine, the greatest 3D film that I've ever seen is Step Up 3D. I highly recommend it. I've never seen it. I I bet it probably is. Dancing in 3D. That'd probably be cool. Yeah, I think so. I'd love to see that. I didn't, I've never seen it. I'm just floored that there's that many Step Up movies. Just flew under the They just keep on stepping up. Someone in the live chat said that there's also a series about it streaming right now. What? There's a what? A step-up series that's streaming right now. There's a whole step-up cinematic universe. Is it in 3D? Well, I mean, I, you know, Bring It On should cross over with Step Up because apparently they have that many. Those are battling franchises There's right so there. There's so many Bring It On. Yeah. There's so many. They brought it on. And the first on. one's great. It is. It is. Mm. It is. Bang Blaze said, Hey Rob, just bought my first hot toy, Tony Silver Centurion armor from Iron Man 3. How many Iron Man hot toys do you have? Oh my God. How many Iron Man hot toys I have? I think I have four different war machines. I've got so many different. You know what? I probably have, to be honest, 12. 12. And if you include Hulk Buster, 13. I think you know what's so funny is I go to Sideshow like almost every day and go see that uh, War Machine re-release and then they do the little pay it off in months and I'm like is it time yet and I've been doing that for like three years. Are you talking about the Endgame War Machine or that? No, I like the big bulky, the big bulky. Oh, you like yeah. too? You're yeah. like the kid that goes. There's to only the toy one store. War Machine and that's the one that was just... the one where he shows all his uh, artillery, not the one. That yeah, but I, the Iron. You know, I love the Endgame Iron Patriot. Oh, that's the exception. That's dope. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Ron H. said, started One Piece from scratch on episode 89 of a thousand plus episodes. Oh One episode God. had a deathly sick friend, citizens against an evil king, killer bunnies, and an avalanche. I'm loving this pirate anime. Come aboard and bring along all your hopes and dreams. It's so good. There's I over a thousand this. episodes, really? Yeah, that's, this that's is what, so long. That's what's most daunting about trying to start an anime that's yeah. been out for like when i first started dragon ball i was like there's that many yeah. episodes you just have to push yourself i haven't finished it one piece is something i just kind of keep coming back to where when did like, it start? go back a couple episodes are they half like, hour oh, yeah. episodes yes they're short they're short 500 hours yeah yeah it's fun though when did yeah. it start like what year or you know that's generally great question mm. i didn't watch it until i saw it on netflix and was like this is amazing and i'm obsessed with it uh, the Jay Shreyway says, do you guys like Trick or Treat? Sam is an icon. I love that movie. Yep. It is getting uh, theatrically released for the first time this year. I'm yes, very excited is. to go see it. Is Mike Doherty wrote and directed that. that. He's, yeah, Sam's my sweet little murder baby. Oh, yeah, I, I am so delighted anytime I see like Sam merch well, which, He lulls me into a false sense of confidence that I could watch that film. Which yeah. one is the one with the orange jumpsuit and the sack on his head? That's, That's Sam. Sam. Yeah. Oh, That's okay, Trick or Treat. Okay, okay. It's... Um, it's not terrifying. Yeah. You could probably yeah, handle you can it. Watch it. Okay. It's spooky. It's fun. Okay. Like it's fun horror. Ray, I could watch it. I, don't, I haven't seen. Oh, you it. haven't seen that? Okay. I just oh, seen I, all I the action. You can totally handle it. I don't yeah, trust you, you at all. No, Taylor. it's so. You no, know, you could handle it. Okay. Trust me on this. Okay. Also, One Piece is ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Oh, sweet. Okay. Well, uh, someone answers my questions. <laughs> Uh, Jasmine Jones said, I'm excited for Hocus Pocus 2, Wakanda Forever, which comes out three days before my birthday, and Disenchanted. Disenchanted looks good. Yeah, Disenchanted looks fun. I want to be more excited about Hocus Pocus 2. Same. I I love Hocus Pocus. I feel like it's not going to be good, y'all. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'm the same boat, but yeah, the trailer is very... But Kathy and Jimmy on Roombas... What more could you ask for? That is a true. good movie. That is very, that's fun. <laughs> and we do have Sam Richardson in it, which gives me hope, too, because mm. I love him. Yeah. But this doesn't look great. It looks it looks very, very like Disney Channel original movie. Well, I feel like there's a real thing where it's like Hocus Pocus is a delightful movie. Yeah. I don't know if I'd call it a great movie. No. So to make a sequel of that, just it's like, no, it's a classic, but it's not like... Well, I think it's, for me, Hocus Pocus is one of those things, kind of like Hook. If you didn't see it as a kid, you're not really going to vibe with it. I will say, I actually didn't see Hocus Pocus till like college. Really? Yeah. Oh. And the, I, the first time I watched That's it, though, I was like... the demographic for it. Yeah. College age. <laughs> I feel like the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, it's okay. It's not really my thing, but it's definitely made its way into the like, I, I'll put this on at Halloween. It's just, mm-hmm. it's good vibes. Yeah. Halloween Town was the one I was like, nope, can't can't get into this. I'm an adult and this is not for me. I loved that. Man, (laughs) everyone's gripping and ripping it today, baby. We're just, it's. It's a long week, guys. <laughs> Danny Sanchez says, much love to the Beyond team. Y'all killing it. Thank you, Danny. Why, thank you. Dildar says, hello again. Just wanted to say, I love the BBC. Can't get enough of the BBC. Ever needs to experience the BBC. Keep up the good work. Thanks. <laughs> what both, is happening? Both us and the British <laughs> broadcast. walked into that conversation. That's the Batman Beyond, Beyond crew, crew for those playing along yeah. at home. What could it mean? <laughs> Why? What did you think they meant? Well, Rob, not, I think it's Santa. Just not Friday without some <laughs> Oh, I know what you BBC. think it stands for. In your right, world, right it now. does. <laughs> is that like trampolining? <laughs> oh. Adrian Bong says, hi, crew.
Crew. Speaking of Gundam, have you seen their collab with Nike? They come with a pair of good Velcro Swish Swoosh. I have a pair. Wait, there's Ooh. Gundam Nikes? You should get on there, Rob. Are you crying, Rob? <laughs> Just overwhelmed with how much he loves BBC. <laughs> It can be a little overwhelming. Well, once you watch the Batman Beyond crew, you never go back. <laughs> Did we answer that person's question? I don't know. Have we Let's... seen those shoes? No, we haven't. Okay, okay. But I was delighted by getting to say swish loosh. Thank you, Adrian. Yeah. Uh, CJ Rebirth said, Chris, have you watched any of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic? I know the main demo is kids and girls, but I honestly love the series and its fellow fans. I feel like there's a whole bunch of bronies out there, though, so I don't think that's the demographic. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of bros who are like, I love My Little Pony. And I, you know that uh, uh, John Delancey, who plays Q on Star Trek The Next Generation, made a documentary about bronies? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's very, very cool. And he, he, he stars in it. You know, I heard examining. some very mixed things about that documentary. Yeah, I've never Ooh. seen it, but I just want to point out he did it. The, I've, the Jenny Nicholson video on The Last Brony Con, if you ever want just like a deep dive into that fandom, is Ooh. fantastic. She's Sweet. delightful, too. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Oh. I never watched Friendship is Magic. I just, and I, I believe that Friendship is Magic, and I know that that show exists. And, and don't, it sounds like, don't be afraid if you like what is considered a kid's cartoon or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. there's, there's this show I'm watching called Bluey. And it's a for I kids, but there's lessons in this seven minute episode show that I Ray's, learned. Ray's I learned all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, you're you're never too old to watch. Oh, cartoons. is that is that why you've been so good at sharing this week, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> it's been very sweet. Wow, no, you're you're no, I love that cartoons. Uh, I think. I mean, obviously, I just went on a rant about how I better get a Darkwing Duck show. So good, good entertainment's good entertainment. Yeah, yeah. who cares? Uh, Ethan's Tech World said, just want to send in a thank you. I've been watching since I was in sixth grade. Now I'm starting my electrical engineering journey at the University of Washington. Thank that? you all for being so Freaking inspiring. Whoa, wow. Ethan. Rat, you're Would that be the UW in, in Seattle? Because there's other universities, but the UW is the one in Seattle. No. I would think so. Hometown. Well, if you're going to that one, Rob's happy. If you're not, he's terribly disappointed. Yeah, well. Um, University of Washington campus is one of the most beautiful college campuses in the United States. Oh, nice. I'm not biased. No, not at all. You can't tell. I didn't go there. Partied there a lot, though. Sixth grade. Wow. Yeah, man. That's crazy. So he's a seventh grade engineer now. Huh? <laughs> what else we got? I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> don't think, I'm trying to reverse that. I'm trying to change that. Uh, Jay Master said, Hey, Chris, last year Deadline or Variety reported that Seth Rogen and Disney are doing a Darkwing Duck series for Disney+. Plus." Okay, well, I haven't heard any movement on that. But let me, let me just say, though, what I want is a continuation of the DuckTales show that I got, the DuckTales reboot, with those characters. So Seth Rogen, I like what he does. That's great. He does good things. But I want what I want. That's all I want. Dang, this is not I want what I want. want. Yeah. That's all I want. So if if it's good, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Whenever Darkwing Duck <laughs> comes out, I'll watch it. But that's what I want is the, the most recent DuckTales iteration of Darkwing Duck. Mm. There you go. Request. Irene Je uh, Jobson says some... <laughs> Somebody once told me new movies gonna roll me. Ain't the perkiest of them all. Ray was looking kind of sleepy with his yawns and his snores and the handprint on the top of his forehead. Thank well, you, Irene. 
Who are having a real musical day today? I would have monetized. I would have warmed up. It's parody, parody law. This is beyond pre musical. Yeah. Uh, Attack of the Mushi said, Ray, did you see Hasbro's Engine of Vengeance? That's the Ghost Rider, right? Mm-hmm. If he's talking about that uh, Ghost Rider, then yes, I did, and it's way too overpriced. Three hundred fifty dollars. I'm gonna buy that when I've been eyeing hot toys like every day for like five years and haven't bought one. So it looks cool, but I uh, it's a little too pricey for me. I'm not saying the price is wrong because who price knows? Is right, bitch. Who knows? Who knows how hard they worked on engineering something like that or whatever. <laughs> but if you're gonna get it, cool. <laughs> My funny bone's been tested on this show today. <laughs> okay, you might want to separate a little Leo bit. Leo Liang. Shut there. Yes. <laughs> Happy Friday, Batman Beyond Squad. Happy Friday, Leo. Yes, baby. Leo. Uh, LV Arts of, sure, uh, said Charlie Cox as Bond. Season three prison fight scene is a whole audition tape. He's in a suit and is incredibly brutal. Would be down for it. Oh, that could I, work. Yeah, I can see that. It's interesting. He's 39. Yeah. So, I mean, 10 years if they get the ball rolling right now, because he turns 40, according to this, in December. So oh. that's that's maybe yeah, they probably for a 10-year commitment. It, yeah, they're, they're not going to get another Bond movie out for at least four years. Yeah. And isn't there a height requirement for Bond? Is there? I'm not trying to call Charlie Cox. <laughs> How tall is Charlie Cox? I don't know. Like He's like a 5'10"? Well, let me get right on that. Yeah. I mean, Thanks, Taylor. I want him to say, I'm just a really good secret agent, if that's the case, then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's 5'10". Oh, Ooh, there you go. Called Wait. it. <laughs> Look, if Tom Cruise can be a secret agent, Charlie Cox can be a secret Charlie agent. This is Cox. very true. He's, they he's have Apple phenomenal. boxes. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah, do it. Uh, Ismail Montoya said, hello, guys. Who needs John on Fridays? Will you guys be watching The Woman King? Oh, there's so much good stuff to watch, and <clears throat> I, I don't have that much we time. And Avatar is three fucking hours. What? Yeah. We were complaining about how there was nothing in the theater. Now there's everything. Now there's, now there's so much stuff Freaking all everything. at once. Yeah. I do want to see it. I've heard nothing but good things. I really want to see it. Uh, was it you who warned me, though? About, oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of eye violence. eye violence. But it's a really oh. good movie. So I might just need to go see it with you so you can be like, yeah. hey, now. Yeah. Now cover. <laughs> uh, a Sith Lord said, do you guys <laughs> listen to Logic? Dank Nugs is Fi? Fire. Fire, sure. Fire. By the way, <laughs> I don't listen to Logic. These dank nugs are frosty. I've, I've listened to a little bit of Logic, whatever's thrown at me, but I don't. I mean, he's very good at uh, uh, rapping. I don't think that this I person mean, meant the rapper. Good, but... I think just based on how the show is going. <laughs> you guys general know. Logic? Do we listen just to that at logic? all? No. Clearly, no. I've seen Logic's uh, Hot Ones. That's my only familiarity. <laughs> also, Anne invited me, and I keep refusing just because of whatever. I, I hate to bring it up. Whatever happened with the, the Travis Scott concert, whatever. Right. But there's a Wiz Khalifa co- uh, concert that's happening in Irvine, and Anne's pushing me to go. And Logic, I think, opened is opening for him and i just keep replying i don't want to be travis scotted or whatever well, like you that just don't go up near the front uh, yeah. but i'm just saying no it's it's the only reason why i chose not to go is i hear the place is it's it's one of the outdoor places mm-hmm. and or it was it was i think it was in august never mind so the spectrum irvine spectrum or? so it was it was going to be hot i don't like i'm 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 a moody person when the sun is shining mm-hmm. down on me really hard so i told her i'm just going to be like a like nagging the whole day so we didn't end up going so oh yeah. man i just Debbie saw Downer. outdoor in the heat no that's not me that's, that's a good story Ray. i'll never invite you to coachella 
Shut up, Taylor. Uh, Jay Masters <laughs> said, that sound Amy is making is from a Pokemon in one of the Pokemon anime series. What sound? <laughs> Which Pokemon is that? Yeah, what sound? Yeah, what sound? Can we turn up her? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> All we know is it's not Lickitung. <laughs> that technique. It's not. What is it called when they level up? The buzzsaw. Evolve. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. evolved. Oh, boy. All right. Right, oh boy! Uh, Irene Jobson said, "Favorite movie that you watch when you need to be comforted. Favorite movie when you want to cry. Favorite movie when you want to sleep with a knife." Ooh, I never want to sleep with a knife. That's dangerous. That was one You're of always my old roommates. I had to anyway. sleep with a knife. But... Ooh. Sorry, which are they? Oh, I just had a dark moment. Don't mind me. I just said oh, no. I had an ex roommate that well, I years and years ago I had to lock my door and sleep with a knife. But anyway, oh my we'll gosh. move on. That's so scary. I'm Whoa. so sorry. I'm Aww. glad we found each other again. <laughs> yeah. Now you got Ray to protect Wait, you. Wait, that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, this is favorite. Okay, yeah. movie to be comforted. I don't mm-hmm. know. Shrek. Almost famous. Mm. Big. Comforted. If Maybe. I want... Oh, sorry, Amy. Go for it. I feel like anything Pixar. Mm-hmm. Except Up. Yeah. Is that favorite movie when you want to cry? That's favorite movie when yeah. I want to cry. Mine's Actually, Star Toy Trek Story 3. Toy Story 3 actually, I think, gets me harder just because, like, I had such a, like, when you wanna... that movie literally came out the summer before I left for college. So mm. it was freaking brutal when I saw mm. it. Did you say Wrath of Khan? What, yeah, back when I want to cry, watch Wrath of Khan. When he says the most human. Yep, that's and it. And he chokes up. I choke. Aww. That's it. Of all the souls I've encountered in my travels, his he was does the most. That, he does that, yep. He does that little time. cheek like that choke up. Dude, can't help human. it. Oh, my, my. Comfort one, I guess, is just like I want mindless stuff. So I'll put on Decoy Bride because it's like a real cute, just easygoing rom com or Ratatouille. Um, if I want to cry, recently it's been Belle. I'll wow. put that on. And I'm sleep with a knife, anybody? Uh, Mar- Marcel with his uh, oh. shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> sleep with a knife? That makes you sleep with a knife? Oh my God. That one's like just emotional throughout the whole thing. It's just uh, so oh, to cry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, and, well, well, let's see. Rathacon was what year? 82. 82. Yeah, and E.T. So it's very similar because it's the one scene at the end of E.T. It's not just like, oh, that whole scene, but it's only when the mother chokes up and smiles, and I I tear up every time. They were released within two weeks of each other. Mm. Look at us. The only movie that ever did make me want to, like, sleep with something to protect me was when I saw Saw. And some of you guys have probably heard the story of when we watched Saw, which was way too late, like... It was years after, like, there were already five movies was yeah. the first time I watched it. We finished watching it. I'm, like, crying and very upset by the movie. We lived in a very old place. Our fan blade ripped off of from our ceiling fan and flung across the room and almost took out Logan. And I burst into, like, hysterical tears just because of everything we had just seen with that. And I made Logan check every nook and cranny of our home Good because thing I was watch- convinced I was going to get murdered. Good thing you didn't watch Final you, Destination. Oh. <laughs> I think Us is the only movie that like really felt like a like I'm struggling to feel safe sleeping Ooh. tonight. That one really just like got in my brain in a weird way. Is that Jordan Peele? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I guess Deliverance would be the movie that made me want to sleep with a knife. Fair. <gasps> God, don't uh, wink about that, <laughs> Lord. You better pray. Now good. the way you winked, I'm like, which side of that story were you on? Rob had a banjo. <laughs> Who do you think is the hero? <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. Magic Mike made me want to sleep with a knife because that movie has a lot of cake. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. 
Uh, you know what? That's pretty well, good. I, if I had a shot, if I had alcohol, I would I would drink to that. Yeah, and you that, drink that would be the aviation shot. Uh, <laughs> what else we got? Yeah, we have a very appropriate comment from Sir John. You guys never fail to go off the rails, and I love it. Yeah. Thank you, Sir John. Ryan Gerger says, "Hope this new movie is better than old. That was not good. The Mario." Mario no, 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 no. Old the M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan the movie. Oh, I like the old. That was also based on a French graphic novel. Oh, I did not know that. So, in terms of literary adaptations, you know. Thinking about I prefer someone. if you're going to adapt French graphic novels, uh, Blue is the Warmest Color. There's a great graphic uh, novel adaptation. That shocks adaptation. me so much that you love that adaptation. It's a great comic adaptation. It doesn't get talked about in great comic book movies when we talk about them. That's fair. Someone made a shirt that said, I went to the beach that makes you old and all I got was old. <laughs> and I think about that and I'd chuckle that like shirt. once a day. <laughs> uh, the Sky Ablaze said, She-Hulk, the one episodic Marvel Disney Plus show. I, I mean, it is. It is. It is. I, I will give it this. It, it is one where I'm actually feeling, I mean, we'll see how they wrap up kind of the, the loose ends they have in the next three episodes, but it's one of the few where I feel like some of the episodes feel a little quick, but it's like, no, it's a 20 minute episode. That worked. That made, like, they wrote that to be a 20 minute yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Hughes said, my response every time my wife disputes a questionable take John has on a given subject, Game of Thrones season eight. Well, honey, he is Canadian. <laughs> That's that's a fair way to I go about it. I say that in my head too a lot. We often yeah. think that <laughs> we go, on the well, show. He's Canadian. Uh, TJ Thomas asks, when will I get my Mass Effect movie or show? I'm surprised they haven't done anything with that that's, yet. That is a little... I mean, because uh, other other shows are like ripping Mass Effect off. Oh, absolutely, they Dude, are. we see a little bit of Mass Effect in Andor, like that mm -hmm. the junkyard scene. Yeah, I, I was like, this is either Fallen Order or Mass Effect setting. Yeah, yeah, it, and it, it looked amazing. It did. Uh, that's that was my favorite part about Andor. Whenever they showed the, those shots, those wide shots in that junkyard or scrapyard, mm -hmm. I was like, "This looks cool." You know what I mean? Uh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Thank Edwards you. says, "Even though She-Hulk as a show is just okay at this point, I am really into She-Hulk herself. I would love to bring on the filthy with her." LOL. Well, Wayne, I can understand that. No, don't. Sure. Yeah. He loves greenheads. Yeah, greenheads. Yeah. Their national greenies. day is tomorrow, though, so we'll focus on Trying that to find that green bean. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord, Ray. Why? Did... What? What? That was Taylor. Tim. <laughs> Take the blame for that one, please. <laughs> what did you say? Trying, trying to find the green bean? Yeah. Green beans. Bean. There's more than. She's what, really. What really are the no, green no. Beans? With yeah. Shield, there's only one green bean. Yeah. I wish you I better could find it. All right, everyone on three, oh, say what go. you think the green bean is. <laughs> I still <laughs> lie. <laughs> Let's go next. And what do you do when you find the green bean? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> is that the weed whacker? <laughs> oh, Guys, no. we were so close. There's only one. We're almost done. We're in the whole bunch. It's just one Tim Platt says, I haven't seen Rob laugh this hard since John Old School Manscaped ads. Hashtag Pinkus. Yeah. I think that was the, this is the hardest I've ever laughed yeah. on this show. <laughs> this is the hardest I've ever laughed that wasn't brought to you by a redhead. <laughs> wow, I'm getting made fun of on my own show. Aww. Well, I love you, Rob. It's okay. <laughs> I, 
Okay. Well, guys, that will do it for this installment. Thank God. Of the Joy Campion Show, your Friday, your casual Friday edition. Big, big thanks to Mint Mobile for hooking us up with that hotline. Thank you all for your wonderful questions. Thank you for your super chats and all the support you give this channel because we can't do this without you. So thank you so much. Rob, where can the people find you? <laughs> Hauled off someplace. Uh, no, you can find me. You can find me on Instagram at RM Burnett. Find me on Twitter at Burnett RM or find me on my own YouTube channel, the Post Geek Singularity or its adjacent website, postgeeksingularity.com. Nice. Amy Newman, where can people find you? I'm on Instagram at amy.n.newman and Twitter at amy underscore n underscore Newman. Link to anything else I'm doing in the bio there. I also want to say that you've become one of my favorite people ever today. Just so you know. <laughs> it's all it took, huh? <laughs> it's all it took. Stupid, all, stupid noise. All it took was some weird Pokemon. No, it's your, it's your, it's your rapier wit. Oh. 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 Ray Aura, where what can people me, find you? <laughs> Ray Aura with a zero. Jonathan Bucket, where can people find you? Yeah, you guys can find me at Sonic if you want it on... Uh... Oh, I had to see if that was actually written right. Yeah, you did it right. Good job on that. Sonic, if you want it. Think. Yay. I That's, I think, where you can find me. <laughs> Taylor, where can the people find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at 50 Shades of Tay with three Ys, where I have been posting uh, updates from Not Scary Farm last night. <laughs> They're so great. Taylor's social is wonderful. Y'all should follow it anyway. It's cool stuff around L.A. Perfect dogs. It's the Lots best. Lots of twerking. Yeah. Um, I'm Chris Carr. You can find me at, at actor Chris Carr on both Twitter and Instagram, or you can go head over to my studio, speakfriendstudio.com, if you want to talk about voiceover. Thanks so much for being here. We hope you have a great, safe weekend. And until next time, eat your greens. <laughs>